0: you gotta understand something if we leave the country there's no coming back here you know what i mean there's no coming back so that if there's anybody now that you want to talk to you want to say goodbye to do it now is there any special country you I'm gonna take care of it. UK, NJ, Project. So I am getting really bad vibes. What are you talking about? Maybe we should take something smaller, son. You're crazy. started already, he's got the gun out. Go ahead, Come over by the door. Get over by the door. Take his head off. Put the gun on him. Get out of the second. Sonny? I can't do it, Sonny. What? I, I'm not going to make it, Sonny. What are you talking about? Put it on it. I can't do it, Sonny. Oh, fuck me. Sal. Sal, what? Where are you? He can't make it. Fuck, let him go. sorry, Sonny. Why am I doing it? Yes. Doing what? Robbing a bank. Oh. Uh, what? I, I don't know what you mean by that. I, I'm robbing a bank because they got money here. That's why I'm robbing it. No, no. What I mean is, why do you feel you have to steal for money? Couldn't you get a job? Uh, no. Doing what? Y- you know, you know, you gotta get a, If you If you want a job, you gotta be a member of a union. And if you're not, if you've got no uh, union card, you don't get a job. What about non-union occupations? What's wrong with this guy? What do you mean non-union? Like what? A bank teller? You know how much a bank teller makes a week? Not much. Not much. 115 to start, right? Now you're gonna live on that? I got a wife and a couple of kids. How am I gonna live on that? Uh, what do you make a week? Well, I'm here to talk to you, Sonny. Uh, no, well, I'm, talk to, I'm talking you. to you. We're entertainment, right? What do you, what do you, what do you got for us? I'm here with my partner and nine other people. See, we're dying, man. You know? You're gonna see our brains on a the sidewalk. They're gonna spill our guts out. Now, you're gonna show that on television, have all your housewives look at that instead of as the world turns? I mean, what do you got for me? I want something for that. Sonny. Yeah? You could give up. Give up? Right, have you ever been in prison? No. No. Well, let's talk about something you fucking know about. Welcome! <laughs>
1: I fucking love that line, dude. Have you ever been to prison? No. Well, then let's fucking talk about something you know about. That Serious also goes bitch.
2: along with the uh, the line where he goes outside and he's like, "Mwah." And he's like, "I like this
1: that shit." <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my favorite shit. The first time I ever heard that saying, dude. It was it was on a um icp actually put out a dvd bonus feature deal on one of their cds and he said and one of the guys in the band actually said that and i thought that dude made it up when i first heard him say it i was like man that shit's brilliant and then i'm you know watching the dog day afternoon and then i hear him say it and i'm like fuck that's where he got it from like no wonder why well, what an introduction that was. We just like profanity right from the get-go. <laughs> I mean, dude, this one Oh shit. I hit hit a button there for a minute. This is a deep one. This is a deep one. This movie is serious in every angle, I think. This movie in in my humble opinion, Dared to do shit that no other movie at the time dared to do in not a comedic sense, and what I mean by that is even the transgender thing. I was honestly very surprised. You can call me whatever you want, but I was very surprised that a movie came out in the year that this one has was was talking about social issues like that, especially with people who are as big as you know Pacino is. Not saying that he wouldn't be for it but you don't see a lot of stars go into doing shit like that because i guess because they're afraid that it's gonna wreck their career
2: yeah but i think uh because people look at him as like a badass he probably got away with it more like if he was yeah if he wasn't like um what's the word like as vocal and sort of aggressive as he is i don't think it would have worked
1: yeah, like you couldn't, well, even still. I mean, I think Pesci could have did that movie too, but it would have definitely been a different movie. But he could have did it, I think. But then again, you know, those guys, De Niro, Pesci, Pacino, they just make it look easy. do. You, you imagine do is, De
2: Niro is a transgender, though? Uh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: well,
1: no, you know what? I think he would make a good... Like, if they made a serial killer movie, they You see, they like, could...
2: Pesci. If Pesci did it, as a transgender, I'd still be, like, I ain't fucking with him. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just got something about him that... Like, <laughs> like, we were saying, like, not long ago, like, his voice, people would take the piss out of that with most people, but because you know that he's a savage, it
1: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, dude, that guy, I can't imagine what it must have been like for him to grow up in the sense like how short he is. People must have picked on him all the time, and he probably had to fuck everybody up and be like, all right, you know what, who's who's fucking you like that? That good fella, not good fella, that casino. That casino character, I don't think, came out of nowhere. I think that's somewhere inside of him, and he had to go in and pull that shit out from someplace.
2: I can't remember the, the line exactly in casino I don't know if it's Casino or Goodfellas, but one of the guys is like laughing at something he says, and he's like, "Am I a fucking comedian?" No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that one is i uh, I'm pretty sure that's Goodfellas when they're in the when they're in the club. Yeah. When they're in the club, so I'm in the weeds laying down. You know, uh, that's my that's my favorite shit. I'm in the weeds laying down. This guy goes over to me, goes, "Hey, what are you doing? What? Are you, what am I doing? You know, I'm in, I'm in the weeds. I'm taking a nap." Uh, that's not what he says, but god damn it, this shit's funny. Yo, what are you going to tell me now, tough guy? Nothing, what I tell you? Why don't you go fuck your mother? Bing, pow, boom, and fucking punch him in the face and shit. Well, what you got to say now? What do you mean? What are you doing here? I thought I told you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking stuff, or how about when he, when he goes, when he goes, so, wait, 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 wait. So, what are you trying to say? so um, funny funny how funny yeah, like yeah, i'm a clown it, and it, yeah 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 i'm like, <laughs> like, no, to,
2: to me. yeah 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 he's
1: a big boy he knows what he said what'd you say what'd you say well i mean you know you, you're funny he's like ah, uh, that's what what is fucked up about that is where he goes at the right at the end where he's like uh you know i worry about you sometimes henry you may fold that questioning and then everybody laughs and he does really that's completely fucked dude i love that movie that movie is the fucking
2: can you imagine being like because there's obviously probably been people like that in real life and just being part of even if you're like you're friends with them like in that scene and certain scenes in that film like he's just a loose cannon and like he'll laugh with the group but then you'll see like the other characters looking at him like is this about to pop off because this guy is just crazy yeah imagine how uncomfortable you'd be just even if you've killed people before just because of, like, they probably feel like they've killed people f- with good reason. But we're this guy. Like, yeah. oh, can we have a laugh with him? Is he going to, like, try and see our throat as well?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, if I if I step on this guy's shoe, is he going to fucking off me? What is going on here? Because like, that dude really is a fucking... You could look at that guy the wrong way for, the, for a second too long, and that's it. You got a head out on you. I mean... I don't know, dude. I would be...
2: How good is he, though? That just goes to... That speaks volumes how good he is in that film.
1: Ah, amazed, dude. so
2: believable.
1: I was just going to say, like, he makes you... I think that every time I watch that film, I forget that I'm watching a fucking movie because they're so good at the characters that they play, dude. I mean, it makes you... It sucks you right into the universe. I mean, Dog Day Afternoon... Did a very similar thing for me too. I'd be for a moment it's I forgot I was watching a fucking movie. I was so wrapped up in the story of what is going on. These guys are in the bank, dude. And like you you really you really gotta I mean I I love Jen to death, dude, but I don't know if I would rob a bank for her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like that just you know what i mean i'll do a lot of things dude but i mean that's that's a little steep i guess
2: <laughs> i feel like a bit of an idiot because i watched it and then i didn't know it was based on a true thing till after i watched it um, me neither uh and I said to my dad about it the other day that we was going to be doing it, like, and he said that he watched it a few times over the years. And I said that I'd never even, like, seen a trailer or nothing until we spoke about it. Um, and, yeah, he was just saying that he's seen it about three or four times. And he was, like, it was based on a, a, like, a true thing. I was, like, what? So.
1: Yeah. Dude, it's, the the guy in real life is wild there's an interview there's an interview that with two people apparently these two journalists uh went to meet this guy in a diner after he got out of prison and all that shit because they wanted to tell his story i guess before the movie came out or i mean whatever it is uh, when they met this guy it was a guy and a woman that both these were the both the journalists when he walked into the diner, this is their story. I don't know how true this is, but I would believe it. Apparently, when he walked up to them, he grabbed the girl's hand and was sucking on her finger. And then immediately, when he you know, changes his focus over to the guy and just grabs his dick and goes, you know, We're, by the time this is all over, I'm going to fuck you. And the guy was like, yeah, I mean, I appreciate the compliment, (laughs) but I don't, you know, and he was like, dude, that's just like, it's very, very uh, overwhelming personality. They were talking about like, he was one of those dudes, he just put it all out there. So while he is creepy, he never hid his agenda. Not saying that it makes his actions okay, but they were trying to say, I guess, as far as his personality goes, that he's not He's not shy about how he feels. So if he wants a piece of you, he's gonna try to get you. I, it, I don't
2: know if um did it go into detail why they think that like he was like that as a like a personality. Like, do they think that it was a uh, something wrong in his brain, or did it not go into into that sort of stuff?
1: I mean, I don't. I haven't. I'm. I want to see an actual documentary on this dude because I haven't. I, but I want to make sure that I find some real shit. I don't want to watch some phony fucking thing that a bunch of people have put together. Because I'm kind of curious as to, you know, how the fuck... Look, not that there's anything wrong with the guy's lifestyle or whatever. You you like who you like and whatever. But I'm just curious as to how somebody arrives there. I mean, there's a big jump between, you know, um, I'm into, I guess... I don't know, because he says he's not gay, right? I know the one dude yeah. that he was doing it with was like, you know, they're saying on the TV I'm a homosexual, but I'm not a homosexual, sonny. You gotta fix this. That shit made me feel really bad, dude, when he said that. And then Pacino walked over and he was like, Dude, listen, it's a it's a it's all a freak show to them. You know, they don't they don't understand. I was like, Oh my god, you're breaking my heart, dude. Jesus Christ. You
2: know, I was so confused in the film when They was like, Your wife's on the way. And then that that bloke turns up, though, his boyfriend. And I'm like, What? (laughs) And and then they go into it like they're calling him his wife and that. And I was like, But it threw me off for a bit. I was like, That's not the woman that was in it earlier. What the fuck's going on?
1: It's so dude i went through the same thing i was like what the fuck that's not i, mean, I guess okay if that's what if that's what we're doing uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite another one of my favorite parts of the movie dude is when when uh when sunny's on the phone with leon yeah you know, so, so wait a minute so the cops have been on the phone this whole time yeah why didn't you tell me about i don't know i didn't think of it i'm sorry i didn't think it was a big deal yeah well thanks a lot i really appreciate it you're really helping me out <laughs>
2: <laughs> i thought um at the beginning it was like it made i felt like i was in the film at the beginning like that the yeah. guy that leaves at the beginning like because
1: I can't there must do be it, sonny. So
2: many people over the years that have got involved in something like that, and then they've just like, I've got to go. I can't do this, like in the moment. And I was really with that character at the beginning that fucks off because I was like, because uh, of how I am with like anxiety in that. I'm like, that'd be me. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I might say we're going to do this, but then depending on what it is at, at the time and that, like, you're thinking, oh, I don't want to go to prison and that. We, we ain't getting out of this, like they think we're going to get away with this and he's thinking they're not like i was just i thought it was very well done at the beginning with that guy that like bottles in and fucks off because i was like there must be a ton of people that have gone through that
1: and how you know how you know it's based off a real story is when the guy goes to leave and then suddenly goes hey, oh that's you,
2: hilarious so you yeah you get, give it the a keys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: If I if I give you the keys, how am I gonna get home? Take the fucking subway. Like that's a legitimate conversation I think that took place in the moment. Because that sounds like some shit that would only occur in regular life, dude. That's that's definitely the the... notes
2: I put down where he's just like, don't take the car, we need the car, take the subway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No as well, like I don't know if it would have been different at the time, but watching it, knowing what the film was going to be about, when he's going into the bank with that long box,
1: uh, dude, like, when he, when he, when he goes to, when he goes to undo oh, it, and he's fucking tripping all over it, dude, I'm in the, I'm on the fucking, I'm on the edge of my chair, like, oh fuck, oh fuck, he's oh, like oh fuck, oh like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, if he, if he drops this gun right now, what's the rest of this movie going to be about? I don't know. I wonder, does do they get him right away Is the rest of the movie with him in prison? Like, what the fuck's going on here? Do you
2: think at the time when that first came out and people went to, like, the, the pictures to see it, do you think that they, like, knew that that was a gun? Mm. Because I'm watching it, and I think because we knew, had a rough idea what the film was going to be about, like... I don't know, I just thought, like, it's good, but it seemed very obvious to me, like, even, I'm thinking, people are not watching him, like, go into the bank, like, it didn't make sense to me that bit. Because, especially nowadays, you wouldn't even get near the building.
1: Yeah, no way. I mean, well, I'm kind of curious as to, I would imagine, he would have had to watch this place for a while. I mean, he seems kind of crazy enough just to come up with the idea yesterday and do it today. That's the kind of guy he seems like he don't... But.
2: Do you know what I love about the film as well? At the beginning, where they're just sat out waiting to go in. Like, the dude that gets out first, the one that leaves in the end. Like He's already on edge, but the fucking, like... Just the cold personality of pacino just sat in the car right next to the building and and the other guy goes in next and he's the last one there and then he's just sat there and he's like right i got a job to do and it's just the coldness of it he's like let's go i'm like i so know, i wish like it's just savage like he's got no like he's i feel like he's on edge but it's not like the first you don't like, see you know it i mean where he's like oh i'm shitting myself
1: yeah, you don't see it at all. Is that The only time I think you can really see that he's scared is in the moment when he's fumbling the box around with the gun. Because in that one second, that's where you really see the fear in his eyes. Outside of that, though, it seems like he doesn't give a... Like, I kind of wish I was like that more. I don't think I have the, the nerves to fucking... Just... I mean, that's balls, dude. I can't imagine... The amount of fear... To overcome that fucking fear must be the craziest feeling in the world, dude.
2: You know, this goes slightly off topic, but I've been thinking recently, like, if they could somehow, like, catch these, like, serial killers and killers before they hurt people. Like, Mm. I don't agree with war, but if you have to go to war, I'm just thinking, imagine how many of these sick bastards would be, like, good as soldiers because of that... That stuff in their head, like, <coughs> there's no hesitation to to do something. I mean, but then you got to kind of control it, so it's a bit it's a bit difficult. But I just think I've been thinking that recently. Like, I think a ton of them. I don't agree with what they do, but if you had to go to war, when <laughs> like, them, you know what I mean? They they've got no hesitation. They'd be like, "All right, who who have I got to kill?"
1: Yeah, they just point them out. I'd love to do it. I'll fucking I'll fucking rape them and kill them all. You know that's why all these serial killer wackos are. But I mean, that's a good point. The only problem is you wouldn't be able to give them any kind of information because they definitely would give it to other people yeah, just for the fun of out it. their
2: own fucking like,
0: army <laughs> <right as
1: well>. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's just a occupational hazard. We have to hire, like, 12 extra guys a month because this fucking dude takes a couple out during the night we're just because he, he gets an itchy finger. He's got a fucking... Uh,
2: like what you were saying a minute ago, though. There's something... I don't want this to sound wrong, but... Like you were saying, sometimes in life, not saying fucking killing people, but that just... The decision-making aspect of it and no hesitation, like... To be able like to do well. it. Yeah, like, I feel the same as you, because with certain things I hesitate a lot on, and I'm like, I wish I could just be more, like, do it.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's real difficult, I mean, especially when, when I'm trying to do some shit that I know, I don't know why it's so difficult to do shit for myself, but it's like, I guess it's it's
2: a balancing act as well, isn't it? Because if you just do that with everything, you're going to end up doing something real bad.
1: Yeah, that's true too. Then you wind up robbing a fucking bank. <laughs> and that's how it happens. That's how it happens. I mean, it's but now though, I mean it's probably not even possible. There's no way. I don't think you could I don't I don't think you could rob really anything anymore. In Pretty the sense stuff, that,
2: cameras and that, isn't it? Like everything. Yeah. Was-
1: but that's what I mean. Like, I don't is it even I don't think it's even possible. Like, of course you could you could steal from the food store or whatever. But I mean like other places. There's so many cameras everywhere, dude. It, it would seem impossible. I'm sure there's still people that do it. Uh, I mean I salute them. Not that I'm not that I'm advocating, you know, robbing and stealing and shit. Unless you have to. If you're stealing food, you're not gonna hear an argument from me. You know, it Just is don't be like them
2: is. dickheads in um Chinese Hercules, fucking hell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stealing the rice. <laughs> you trying to kill them? What if I do?
2: Taking like a year's supply. Fucking get out.
1: Yeah, like what are you doing with a year's supply, dude? I I would take I would have took, like a night or two and that's it. I come back later. They'll take little by little. Even if you get
2: caught, you can go back more times over a longer period before you. Yeah. Like, (laughs) fucking
1: ridiculous, dude. Fucking ridiculous. The other thing.
2: If that was American, though, the portion sizes, they'd be trying to take the whole factory.
1: Oh, of course. Of course. (laughs) Fucking slobs out. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm. I can't take it. I can't. I've seen I see more fucking scooters, more scooters now than I've ever seen in my life. I'm sorry, but if you're so fucking fat that you have to sit in a goddamn cart to drive yourself around, you don't deserve whatever it is you're here to get. Do some you, fucking walk around, roll around, will you?
2: Have you seen some of them? Well, you probably wouldn't be able to watch it because they'd wind you up. They wound me up and you're even more fucking highly strung than me. So, <laughs> and, like, documentaries where... And a lot of... Most of the time, this isn't me being, like, stereotypical. Like, nine times out of ten, they are American people on these things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people that are bedridden and have to get a fucking crane. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah, them, yeah.
1: They have to go down the
2: wall of their house to get them out of fucking bed.
1: Dude. Look, I get it. I'm... I'm back and forth between, you know, slightly getting felt. I got what looks like a fucking beer gut, dude, right? I get how easy it is to sit around and gain weight. It is disgustingly easy. You can gain 20 pounds in a week probably not even trying. I mean, that's a slightly exaggerated. I'm sure you could put on five pounds a week and not even realize you're doing it, but how do you get to the point where you can't get out of bed and nobody says anything to Like, nobody?
2: I mean, it pisses me off because a lot of the times these people on these programs are like that as well because their families are fucking supporting them doing it.
1: That's the other thing, dude. I could never. I could never. I mean, I have... I have a friend of mine that's kind of big. He's not that... I mean, he's he's over... I think he's a little over 300 which is serious, that's really bad, but, I mean, every time, every time I see him, every time I talk to him, you know, I, I fucking try to, I don't make him feel bad for being big, but I do try to, to talk to him, to be like, dude, where is your, like, you know, this is not, we gotta get you together, dude, you can't stay like this, not that, you know, I'm and again, I'm not trying to make him feel bad, but I don't, nobody should be 300 something pounds, dude. There's no fucking reason for it at all. I mean, I've seen pictures of people in like the thirties and forties. Not that that was a great time, but I'm saying if you look at those photos of how thin people were, even people who were quote unquote fat back then were just like regular sized people where now it's like, eight pe- you swallowed eight fucking people what are you doing looking like that i mean dude i think there's nothing that pisses me off more than walking through a fucking food store on a bad pain day and seeing some fat fuck driving around in a goddamn scooter and there's not one for me not that i would use the fucking thing but it's the goddamn point that if i needed one i don't have one to use now because you're because you're fucking your inability to stop shoving shit in your fucking face you know you, like ugh, that aggravates the fuck out of me dude and then you know what the best part is when you go to the when you go past them in the aisle they have shit piled up this fucking big and it's all junk food dude all the cookies and ice creams and all kinds of shit you never see them with any type of food at all i don't know how i'm the worst one of the worst eaters I I don't understand how do they only eat that shit all the time and not anything even hemp decent. Ugh.
2: I think the thing is as well, like I'll say this and then we we gotta get back into the film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I think a lot of the problem is as well the um like the fizzy drinks. Like <laughs> the timing of that was like, but yeah. like. Because people don't realize the amount of calories and sugar that's in them that can add to the weight as well as of whatever you're eating. Do you know what I mean? That adds a lot of weight to people without them realizing. They just look at it as a drink. But some of that has got more calories in it than some of the food.
1: 230 calories in this thing. Whoa, fuck. 370 grams of sugar. That's fucking crazy.
2: I think a lot of people got, like, diabetes in that because of the fizzy drinks.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is what... You know what really blows, dude, is when I was taking... Not to, you know, bring it up again, but when I was taking the CBD in the morning, or the CBG, rather, in the morning, I wasn't even opening one of these. I didn't need it because I was alert and I was awake, but unfortunately because of this fucking thing right here <laughs> this thyroid, this little blue fucking thyroid pill I can't take that within 4 hours so I jumped back on this again but you know I'm working I'm actually I've cut down considerably normally without bullshit I probably would drink like four of these in a day and I've only had I had one yesterday and this will be the only one that I have for today because I'm trying to cut. I noticed, not to get not to get too far off of the movie, but I did notice, and not, not to get graphic or gross anybody out, but I did notice that when I do drink these, it's more difficult for me to pee. And I don't know, I'm assuming because of how much garbage is in these things, that that's just like a, a standard thing to happen. But I didn't notice it right away until recently. And then I put two and two together. Like the only time that is really more difficult for me to go is when I'm drinking this. So I gotta cut that shit out of my, out of my fucking life. But it's not easy to do. I get. It. I'm the first one to tell you. I'm a fucking smoker, dude. I drink caffeine. I eat bad food. It's not. It's not easy to not do it. But you gotta fucking try to
2: drink um the lucasade orange like the fizzy lucasade i used to drink a bottle of them and they were probably about i don't know how big probably about that big yeah about the screen size and i uh, i used to drink about two or three of them a day before at like one time <laughs> like and do you know what i mean and then you get addicted to it because you it like quenches your thirst and then nothing else does it like that does Dude, was- I used
1: to go, I used to come home from school and get, like, a two-liter, not a two-liter, uh, fuck, whatever is above, the next step above the 20-ounce, get, like, a bottle this big or brisk and fucking just down that whole shit of tea every day, not even realizing how fucking terrible all that shit is for you. But I it's think
2: because- my sister um, drinks, like, Coke and Fanta and that every day.
1: Uh, dude, I don't know how the fuck I used to drink. So, like, I have Pepsi in the house right now, but I, I don't know how I used to do it, dude. It was every day, uh, soda and liquor and nothing. Like, no no water really at all. Now I I drink some of this shit. I had a sip of a Coke for the first time, and I don't know how many years. That shit is so goddamn sweet, dude. I couldn't even handle it. It's. I was going to say, like, I... When I
2: don't really have that for much fizzy now I have it now and again but like when I do even if I get a can of coke or Pepsi I rarely finish the can now <laughs> like yeah I struggle to get through it and and when you're doing it though and you're used to it you can get through like two or three cans easy
1: without even thinking of it you know like no,
2: but like when you do cut down and I was gonna say to you I don't know if you'll find this if you if you're cutting down with whatever you're drinking when you do have it now and again you'll probably find it your stop you won't even be able to finish a can at some point or it like you said, or you'll notice the taste and then you can taste the sugar even more. And, and there's probably not even like flavor that you remember because it just now, it just literally tastes like sugar.
1: Not only that, but I also noticed that there was a weird coating that I would get on my throat from what I guess is the corn syrup, whatever it is. But I just opened, I opened a Pepsi last night and I took one sip out of it. I was like, man, I don't even, I just put the cap back on and put it back. Like, I don't even want it anymore. Just, because, you know, it's fucking, ugh. let get uh, back into the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I just
2: thought, um, you know that bit where he's, um that guy leaves at the beginning and he's like, give me the keys and, and that part and the gun part. I was watching it like, just it's so unprofessional (laughs) yeah like like he he nearly fucks the gun up when he can hardly get out of the box and then they're like in and out of the shop entrance because he's running off and then he's like come back give me the keys
1: (laughs) and it's one old guy one old guy just sitting there trying to guard the place he's like 70 years old like what's he gonna do
2: he he looked like he should have been in the shining like his face seriously
1: fuck it hey or what do you what he's doing
2: why would you give someone a security position that's got health problems he's got asthma yeah and he's just fucking he's meant to be like if you want to get past and do that shit you've got to get past him oh that's brilliant thinking give it to someone with health issues
1: That's probably because that that shows you how confident they are, though. They're so confident nobody's going to rob them that they just put somebody there just to be there. Because they're like, nobody's going to have the balls to steal from us. Oh, yeah? That's what you think.
2: (laughs) I've got something to ask as well, because I might be being really dumb on this, but I was thinking it when I was watching. How How do the cops know that that's going on? Because it just happens all of a sudden. And they're ringing him on the phone and he looks outside and they're across the street in another shop. But I'm like, who, who told the cops? I'm thinking, was it just someone that walked past and looked in? Because I, I don't think they explained it in the film. I'm, I don't know if they, they, maybe they did and I missed it. But.
1: It might've been, remember when the guy comes back for the second time, he goes, Hey, there's a lady under the desk over there it could be possible that she might have hit the alarm. She may have hit a silent alarm under her desk, or at least that's the way that I kind of, I figured it. I mean, sure, one of the tellers could have done it, but he was right there in in their view, and he didn't tell anybody to, you know, all he kept saying was get in the center. He didn't say get your hands off the button. So I just assume it was the lady under the desk when the guy that, uh, came back a second time when he ran back it's either that or it could have been somebody walking walking by because i think there was a couple of kids right that that were walking past when and there's that guy do you remember
2: that saw the smoke coming out of the vent thing and he comes over but i thought maybe it was him but then i thought but he fucked off because they like the, the manager come and i thought he kind of killed any like suspicion that he might have had Definitely. Maybe it was him, but other than that, I was like, if it's not him, I don't know who the fuck told the police.
1: Yeah. And then the the way that the cops went about it is very odd to me. Just just like, all right, look, we got you surrounded. The, uh, the, the vocal change so much between the first call and then everyone after that. a dirtbag, we got you surrounded. So, you know, why don't you just walk out and give yourself up now? going from all that to you know all right everybody back up back up what the fuck are you doing let's see but that shit right there shows you how thirsty they are to cap somebody when the cops are you know walking right out to them. it's the same thing with um
2: wake that's up. crazy that you just said that because i like didn't even look at it like that when i'm watching it and now you say that and you just know that everything that is happening over where you are still to this day like and that's in the seventies. This film and it's happening like that as well. Like,
1: and it just goes to show you, dude. Like, it doesn't. I don't mean. I don't think. Obviously, that's I don't. Crazy.
2: I can't like. I feel like you hit me with like some bars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I don't. I feel all cops are not bad. Obviously, but those dudes have been around forever. The ones you that know, I just, think
2: a lot of them act like that. Not to, I think a lot of people that witness that sort of shit say, oh, he's trying to be a tough guy, saying that he shot someone. But I think the majority of them that do that are the ones that are scared, and they just react because they don't know what to do.
1: Yep, I think so. I think that's exactly what it is. 90% of the time, I think it's out of fear, because they have no idea what... You can train all you fucking want. You can train all you want. Nothing prepares you for the moment when it actually comes, dude. No, it's like
2: sports, isn't it? I know it's different, but like it's similar in in sports.
1: Like same thing.
2: Train, but then match day, or you're if you're a boxer or something. It's not the same as the actual fight, is
1: it? Like- yeah, like there's there's nothing that you can do that will prepare you for the moment, no matter how many times you you train yourself, and then especially being around other people. You all wear the same uniform. You all have guns. So when you pull a gun out and you're like, I, are we going to shoot this guy? When you're looking at people next to you, they're like, yep, yep. That's what we're doing. You're, you're almost its like you're cemented in that decision. Cause there's nobody outside with the outside perspective, looking at it that you will listen to because these cops don't, I've seen it in real life, dude. Like when I, I got arrested for terroristic threats and, uh, you
2: know, oh, you just reminded me of something that I wanted to talk to you about in a minute. It's just on yesterday, I caught back up with the stream you did last night because I didn't catch it all the way through when when I come on. So I yeah. watched the rest of it this morning. and You said something about um, why is it a massive thing when a, a rapper says something, but when someone like me says it, it's a problem. And yep. I don't think you, you hit the nail on the head because I feel like that all the time, not even with just rappers, but just celebrities in general they'll say something that we've said for fucking a year. Yeah. And and, then, and everyone's like on the floor with their mouth open waiting for them. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy.
1: <laughs> it's like, "Dude, what the fuck? We've been talking about this shit for how long?" He's not the first person to come up with it. I mean, just and look, it's not even nothing personal against uh Tom McDonald or any other No,
2: it's but it's the fact that people like you're trying to give people information that they're giving people yeah. and because you're not a celebrity they don't want to hear it but it's yeah cool. it's like a,
1: you have to be famous to be smart to realize that yeah. which fucking what that doesn't even <laughs> doesn't make sense if anything it's the other way around i think you have to be you have to be smart to not like Yeah, Jesus. But yeah, it's true, dude. This guy, this guy makes social commentary and he's a fucking hero. But if I come in here and say the same things that he says on a podcast, I'm a terrorist. I really don't. I really don't understand where the fuck are we at? And I love rap music for the fact that it's always been, it's always been raw and honest. No matter what the rest of the world is doing, rap music doesn't give a fuck, dude. Oh, cool. You guys are all politically correct. Fuck that shit. We don't care. We're going to say, we're going to say faggot. We're going to smack bitches. We're going to do whatever we fucking feel like doing. And I'm not even saying that I co-sign all those activities, but I just like the fact that even as scummy as some of these people are, that they, They still do just bring honesty, whatever that is for them, to the fucking, to the table. Whereas you don't get that a lot in other places, really, in general. Especially in music, where everybody has to be so afraid of what it is that they say. And I don't want to be taken out of context or taken the wrong way. And they're all like, yeah, take it however you fucking want. What do you (laughs) want to do? I mean, dude... I know I wanna I wanna get into that shit so bad, but I just you know, contra- It's not controversial. The kid is not controversial, dude. He said two things. He did one thing and said another thing. The the cross deal, roping himself up in a cross, is controversial to people that are religious. I get that part. That's that's the most controversial thing that I think that he did. To tell you the
2: truth, I mean, I, I think I. I think the reason people do it as well is because, like you said, there are people that have done it before, like a more technique and stuff, but they have never got as mainstream as he as this Tom McDonald is. And because I don't see any other mainstream people doing this, I know you said Hobson did, but that's probably a little bit ignorant on my part because I haven't listened to a ton of Hobson. I've done a few reactions to him, but I've never been massive on him. Um, but because I don't really see anyone at the moment doing the same sort of content as that Tom McDonald, I think that's why, and other people see it as, like, controversial because we don't see it from other people on the mainstream level.
1: Well, it's also because Hobson didn't do it. Hobson didn't do it. This The one thing that Tom did that other rappers haven't done is he just flat out kind of tackled it Generally, whereas everybody else has kind of built a thing around it, like you know, Hobson in, in Nocturnal Rainbows. There's a line in Nocturnal Rainbows where he goes, "Uh, we're all smart and we know what's bad and good for us, and yet if you were offered some marijuana, you'd take a puff. Your brain's a fucking powerhouse. But what? That wasn't good enough. It's people like you who talk that shoulda, coulda, woulda stuff. And he, you know, continues that he's talking about basically like all of that he's made other songs about uh i think it's ilmina hobson five which is uh yo there's a fucking girl stop acting like you want a guy with traits like romeo bitch that's a fucking line oh man every i can't think of the goddamn line (laughs) every night you go to the club half naked with your ass shaking God damn it, I can't remember, but it's basically like you're out, uh, you're hoeing around like Romeo's out there waiting. You know, he's bringing up a lot of these social issues too, but again, he doesn't get the recognition for it. I really, and I hate to say it, but I really think the only reason why Tom McDonald's is as big a deal as he is because he's white. That's it.
2: Yeah. <clears throat>
1: I mean the same thing with Eminem too. Let's not bullshit ourselves. If that dude, but he said it himself, but if I was black, I would have sold half. I didn't have to go to Lincoln High School to know that. Fucking ridiculous, dude. And again, nothing against Tom. Good for you. Make your fucking make your money, dude. Do whatever you want to do. I just saying labeling yourself controversial makes people think there's a controversy so then they all show up and talk about it and then it actually makes it controversial it's a brilliant marketing strategy although i i want to see how quickly it takes me to get cancelled if i come in here and and say the same things that he said i've got a
2: question another question for you for the film yeah why didn't they wear masks hmm honestly i think they're they're crazy
1: enough i just think they're crazy enough that they the thought probably this dude is so fucking nuts the idea of wearing a mask probably never even crossed his mind never even thought once about covering his face up he was just like well yeah we're gonna go in and steal the money what do you mean do you
2: know know what like the guy that bottles it would have been the first one to suggest let's wear some masks yeah
1: I didn't even, you know, until you just said that, I did not even realize that they never even brought the At idea.
2: point did I even attempt to cover it <laughs> soon, right? And another thing that doesn't make sense to me, I know that they've cut off a lot of the time that they could have been on camera, but they go in there, hold the place up, and then they, they shut the cameras off. You're already on the camera. <laughs> So, uh, I didn't understand that part. I know they've cut off a lot of the footage that would have been there if they hadn't cut it off. But, they but really they'll see there. you.
1: They'll they've see you three. The yeah, they'll see you three walk in the bank and then all of a sudden the cameras go off. It's not going to be hard to figure out what happened.
2: I didn't get that. I think there was like a few little plot holes in it, like that. But I mean, not enough to like ruin it, but I'm just sat there like. They, they've fucking seen you already. What are you doing? Like, yeah,
1: it doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense at all. Fuck, dude.
2: I'm just looking at my notes. I ain't got a ton of notes for this. Um, I like the line where... um, I can't remember who he says it to, but Al Pacino says it to one of the people in there. Um, I, He's like, I bite. No, he said, I bark. And then he says to bat his, his right hand man. He's like, but he bites. So he's like, mm. piss him off. Like, I thought that was cool because I don't know what this guy's um, name is. That you know his right hand man in it with a fucking massive forehead. Let's talk about that. Why is his forehead so big? And is that his real hair?
1: Can't be. That I mean, has look, to look, be. I'm, a I'm going
2: head. bald. I'm not. I'm not being hairist. I'm going thin. Look, but <laughs> <laughs> um, like, he looks. His hair looks like your average halloween mask hairline like i just it i'm sure i've seen him in like a horror or something as well this guy but i don't know from where but i feel like i recognize him
1: i'm never i don't think i've ever seen him in anything before not that i could think of anyway this is the guy
2: ah do you know what i just saw the the alien out of um american dad
1: Oh shit, Roger. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh fuck, he's dead, dude.
2: Uh I'm sure, I don't know, maybe I I might be imagining it, but I feel like I've seen him in something, but maybe only like in one other thing.
1: He was born in 35 and he died in 78. He was American.
2: Said he was in um Godfather part 2. So probably that.
1: Oh, yeah. He appeared in over five films over seven years, all of which were nominated for Academy Awards Best Picture The Godfather in 72, The Conversation in 74, Godfather 2 in 74, Dog Day After in 75, The Deer Hunter in 78, with the uh, Godfather films and The Deer Hunter winning. Uh, He's in
2: 42 as well. How did do you know how he died?
1: Uh, I'm sure to list it in here. Uh, hold on. Started as a theater actor, Broadway, Godfather sequel. All right, let's see. Early life, career. Personal life and death. Oh, God damn it. Oh. He was diagnosed with lung cancer in 1977, likely due to a history of chain smoking Despite trying a number of treatments and protocols, he rapidly declined his cancer, molasticized his bones. On March 13, 78, he died. Meryl Streep was at his side as she has been through, been there through his illness. A close friend and Godfather co-star Al Pacino said that I've hardly ever seen a person so devoted to someone who is falling away like John was. To see her in the act of love for this man was overwhelming. Oh, man. That's sad. It's a
2: bit of a controversial... Well, it shouldn't be controversial. I don't think it is, but a lot of people have a problem with it. When anyone dies, I always feel like one of my first thoughts is how did they die? But when I see it, whether it's online or mostly online, but like when someone dies, people—if someone's asks that—they're like, "Have some respect." And I'm like, "I've not even said nothing. Like, I'm just curious to how they died." But a lot of people have this problem with like, "What does it matter how they died?" Do you know? What I mean? think but-
1: that's a normal. I think there's a normal thing that Like, what happened? Everybody would want to know. Of course that's the first question you ask. Of course you want to know how did it happen? Like was it a, did they I understand why some people get touchy about it cuz they're like dude the important part is that they're gone. Who gives a shit why they're gone? But this person's gone. I understand why they're upset about that, but at the same time of course you want to know how did it fucking happen? Because you care about this person or even if it's just out of curiosity. And
2: the thing is, I, un- I I get it when it's, like, immediate and people don't want to say, like, when it's immediately happened. I get that.
1: But yeah.
2: they can't then have the attitude of when people are asking them later on, like, how did it happen? You can't just live the rest <laughs> of your life getting offended when people
1: ask. Yeah, I mean, I've had people, I've had, all right, this is terrible of me to do this, but I did it, so I'm not going to lie. My cousin, my cousin, uh, passed away in a motorcycle accident a few years ago. He was only 19. So, you know, a very young kid. Yeah. He was in the he was in the Navy. He was going to he was actually going to do his training to be deployed or whatever the fucking deal is. But he crashed his motorcycle on the parkway in uh in Florida, hit a median that he didn't see. I guess he took a turn too fast. But anyway, my friend was dating was dating some chick at the time when this had happened and it was a a couple of days after i got the news and i was telling him about it and she was like oh man what what happened what happened how did he die and i don't know why but for some reason i decided to just make up a ridiculous thing so i was like oh well you know he was in the he was in the navy and he was on kitchen duty and what actually happened was he wound up when he was walking through the kitchen he slipped on some butter and his head landed right into a grease fire and that's what took him out and she was like oh my god that's fucking terrible she was like that really happened and i was like no it's a car accident (laughs) jesus christ what's the matter with you but I, I
2: kind of get it because at that same point when you're like, no, we died because of this, then it's like, what? Like, so you're <laughs> with, the, with the truth then. But then it's like, are you lying again or is that the truth? And, it's, and then you've got the pain of dealing with, you just lied to me. But now you're like, oh, fucking hell. Like, that would be crazy.
1: Just because I figured, like, you know, I wanted to... Just, not to make light of the kid's death, because, you know, it's not funny, but I think he would have appreciated that.
2: (laughs) Well, this is the thing, like, remember when I did that video and I said that most people, when they go to funerals and that, everyone's in black, everyone's morbid. But I bet a lot of them people that are actually dead wouldn't want that, like, do you know what I mean? Like, and everyone around them is, I get that you're missing them and that, but they wouldn't want you fucking wanting to end your life, potentially, because they're gone. Like, Mm. I know it's difficult, but I do think we've got that really twisted. Like, that's just accepted now that that's what you do.
1: And you're weird if you don't. You're weird if you don't do it. I'll tell you the truth, dude. I don't, I don't cry at funerals. Mostly. There's only a couple in my grandmother's funeral, when she died when I was young, that shit fucking destroyed. I held it together until the end. When they were like, "If you want to take everybody, come and pay your last respects," and I fucking fell apart. <clears throat> but when I go to funerals, I don't, I don't cry, and it's not because I'm not sad. I just it's easier for me to deal with it, in, not in front of other people but the way that people carry on like oh so you're not i guess you just you don't care
0: you don't care like
1: they look at you like you're some kind of a monster like you know everybody deals with shit in their own way dude not for nothing but just because i'm not crying doesn't mean i don't care like i don't why is it all of a sudden that you you have to be a fucking blobber and mess for you to actually have given a shit about somebody fucking ridiculous i mean but since we're on the topic of giving a shit about somebody we'll go back into the movie real quick and you know going back to the idea of robbing a bank for a sex change for somebody that you care about and then the guy calls you in the middle of the fucking heist and goes yeah i'm i don't think i don't think i want to be with you anymore I think I'm going to check myself back in the hospital. Is like, wait, 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 wait? I'm in the middle of robbing a fucking bank for you. And you're going to break up with me now? And then, none I mean, people-
2: the, the people that are held hostage in that bank as well, they're fucking lucky they didn't get killed at that point.
1: That's the other thing, too, that I, I found kind of interesting. And for a minute, at first, I was like, "Oh, well, that's because it's a movie." And then I, I really thought about it. I, I like how the tellers went from, you know, obviously nervous and scared to, you know, not too far into the film, they're kind of laughing and loosening up a little bit. I've and I thought, a, of-
2: I've got an issue with this. I'll let you finish, but I got an issue that I need to bring up when you finish about this as well because you've just reminded me.
1: I thought about that and I was like, well, that don't really seem like it would be something that you would do. And it, but the longer I think about it, it could have been maybe that they honestly, they probably could have arrived at the thought that they really didn't think he was going to kill any of them. And they realized I guess what was going on, so that might have been what what changed their their uh the way that they felt in that moment, but that shit took me a little while to get over.
2: I noticed that when they're loosening up and that, there's a bit in it where that girl was fucking, she's mad on the gum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the
2: whole film, she's fucking chewing gum. I'm like, is that the same piece of gum? So, <laughs> there's a bit in it where she's trying to do a fucking military thing where they flip the gun and that. Mm. And I'm like, so he's just give her his gun. No. And she's not going to shoot him. Yep. And then there's another bit where they're blocking the back door, Pacino and the bank bloke, and he puts his gun on top of this thing that they're pushing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. why is that Anybody could
1: have grabbed gun? it.
2: So, more plot holes. I get, I, the only thing I can think of is they didn't because the other guy's got a gun, and they don't want to get the backlash if they do shoot someone that he's going to get them. But do you not take the chance?
1: Hmm. That depends, because if you take the chance and you don't make it, how do you know you're not going to trigger this guy to shoot everybody now?
2: Yeah, I just so, thought they could have done a few of them scenes a bit better. So especially the one with a girl. She's literally got the gun, and he's not even close to her, really. She could have just turned it on him.
1: I kind of wonder how much of it is... Because I know it's based off a real story, but I wonder how much of it is actually... Yeah real and how much of it is made for the movie like i know there's there's videos on youtube that i've seen one of them was a side by side comparison with certain scenes i looked film.
2: at that the other day after i found out it was true but a lot of the real footage is in like it's like really dark and you can't really see
1: yeah so i mean i don't know i'm not sure how much of it was real and i'm sure they punched it up for hollywood but I mean, oh, how about, you know, I know we brought it up in the beginning, but when the fucking when the news anchor, when the news anchor calls in, like, why are you why are you robbing a bank? Don't you think you should go out and work for your money? Like, how come you don't get a job? Well, you know, if I don't have a union card, you can't get a job. But well, why don't you get a non union job? What what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah, I like Alex <laughs> so, Oh,
2: fuck off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean Fuck man. Oh the other the other line I really like in this movie too is he good where he goes is there any is there any special country that you want to go to? And then Sal goes Wyoming. Yeah. He's like I'm Wyoming. not even
2: American and I fucking I'm
0: like He's,
1: fuck. <laughs> He's like Wyoming's not a country but don't worry about it. We'll, I'll take care of it. We'll figure it out. I'll bring you somewhere nice. That's basically like Oh, you poor thing. You know what's crazy about
2: that as well, though, is like, you kind of, I felt like his right-hand man in it is more savage than Pacino is. He's just quieter, but he's more deadly. Definitely. Then then in that, like, it's like he's a child as well, because he's innocent in the sense of he didn't even know Wyoming wasn't, um, like, in America. And I'm like, that's fucked up, though, because it's like, it's kind of like people, if a kid said that, they'd be like, oh, that's so sweet. But and then, like, he's doing it with, like, the child of like the mind of a child. But at the same yeah. time, he's deadly as fuck.
1: It's crazy. I think he, he definitely... Because I could see that dude... I could see that dude taking everybody out in the bank.
2: Well, there's a saying, isn't there? That a lot of people say that it's the quiet ones that are usually the most dangerous. Yep. And I, I really felt like he pulled that off in the film really good.
1: Definitely. Like, he don't
2: really have that many lines, does he? But again.
1: No, but his presence is strong. Yeah. Because you can you that guy just standing there is, is reading a script and we don't even realize it. Just him standing there because the way that he I don't know how the fuck some people do it, dude. I guess they just have a thing about they have a energy about them. You know, but just him standing there. He doesn't even have to say anything, and you already know. Like this, this dude, I was waiting for him the entire time because he looked like he was on more of the edge of his seat than Pacino was. Do you know, I, I love it at
2: the beginning when they go because he goes in first and he just sits down next to the bank bloke, and he's just like that ah, with a gun, like just looking at him. <laughs> I'm
1: like, nice and calm, yeah, nice and does. You know what, <laughs> Bobcat, Bobcat Goldplay, I think is how do you say his name. You know, uh, Police Academy. A bunch of other stuff he had a he had a joke in one of his stand-up shows where he was like the guy that's screaming and yelling i'm gonna fucking kill you i'm gonna fucking kill you he's not gonna kill you the guy that comes up to you and go you know i'm i'm gonna fucking kill you nice and calm that guy's gonna fucking kill you so you base know, like that's the, the base of the joke is people that are usually loud are not like you said before but this dude Post it going kind out of all nice like it's just to talk normal, like nothing's going on. Now that's I think even more dangerous because when they're at such a level of tone, you're like holy shit, this guy has accepted the fact that I might not walk out of here. So he doesn't care. If he doesn't give a shit, what chance do the rest of us have? We're kinda fucked. Do
2: you know what as well when on what when they he gets in the safe bit? And he's getting the money out, and then they realize that the money's gone. I was "Oh, like, my, oh my god,
1: that that was my, st- my fucking stomach dropped, dude." We're never well, like that's it. the
2: sort of luck people like us have with like yep. everyday life.
1: Like, <laughs> I dude, when me and Jen watched that movie, I swear I didn't look at her, and I said, "If that's if we robbed the bank, that's exactly what would happen. We would do it on the one day that they took the fucking money out." Like, god damn it, man. And then the ending, the ending, holy shit.
2: see, I knew that they were gonna fuck the right, the what's the mate's name? I keep calling him the right hand man, I don't like it.
1: <laughs> uh, Sal and Sonny,
2: yeah, Sal. So I knew that they were gonna do something to him because even earlier on in the film, not the first negotiator bloke, but the other guy that comes in. He's like, he says to Pacino at the door when he comes out for something, he's like, don't worry about Sal, we're going to deal with Sal. And I was mm. like, fucking evil. Like, it's weird because they're in the wrong for robbing the bank. But as soon as that bloke said that, I was like, that fucking dickhead of a cop.
1: Like It makes you switch sides, even though, like, they're doing something wrong, but still, moral, it's not, it's not morally wrong. That's what I think, that's how it makes it easy for you to to identify with the because this look, sure robbing a bank is not good, right? But I mean, this cop knows the fucking deal. You're so you're basically planning a premeditated murder right now. Saying, "Don't worry, we're gonna kill your friend to get even for you bringing us fucking out here." That's what we're gonna do. Uh, one show that I want to recommend that you you can try to find is <clears throat> also based off of a true story. I don't know. Again, how much of it is real and how much of it is punched out for television. But Waco is, I don't, I'm sure you've probably heard of. I feel like I might
2: have, but like very like, like faint. I might have heard it in the past, but it doesn't seem like I've heard it a lot. Do you know what I mean?
1: David Koresh, I want to say, I think his name is. Uh, dude was a cult leader, and he had a place. I
2: remember. No, I've just it's just hit me. You recommended this to me when we first started speaking.
1: Oh and shit! I
2: did look into it, but I never ended up watching it. But I remember like googling it.
1: Yeah, I watched it. It's a show on Netflix, dude. I watched the whole fucking thing. I watched the whole thing pretty much all. Like I was, I was there the whole time because I don't they were going back and forth between real footage and, and, and movie footage and shit, but there's one, there's one line in that, I, I bring this up, it really don't have nothing to do with what we're talking about, but uh, one line in the film where dude goes, David Courage goes, you know, when I, when I was a kid, they put me in, in special classes because I couldn't read too hot and I had a stutter. And you're like, you know, I go outside and I uh, Yo, know, they go outside for recess, and one of the kids yells over and he goes, Hey, look, here come all the retards. And the guy goes and I I turn around and I look and there's no one there. Yeah, <laughs> because they're talking about you. I've lived that moment, bro. That's me all day. I've been I've been there. I lived that moment. That don't have don't really have anything to do with what we're currently talking about, but that's one of my favorite one of my favorite things ever. That that is that has occurred in in movies. It just the uh, the the realness of that is is fucking amazing. But the reason why Dog Day Afternoon and Waco are kind of similar is in the sense that they're both both standoffs that were based off of true stories. Except this one, Waco, I think was more about they thought that this dude. Well, they knew that he had guns, and I'm not saying this dude was a piece of shit. This dude was a piece of shit and fuck him. I'm not saying that he was a good guy, but I think the cops did do, I mean, we don't, I wasn't there, but it looked like from what I seen, it looked like the cops didn't do everything the right way, but they started it because I think they were looking for guns. I'm pretty sure that was the whole reason why they started it. And then it unravels into this much bigger thing, but they were in a standoff with the guys from Waco for months. Pretty sure. So I mean, it. I do find it strange that it doesn't seem like they would have the, the patience for that today.
2: I've. Uh, it's difficult because. I imagine that happens more in like military stuff because. Yeah. It's more set up. They know that whoever they're going up against has got more things like traps set up and. But I think, like, society-wise, just in the street and that, I do think that they're just, like, to fuck it with the consequences. We've got a bigger army than you've got. We're just going to charge you. So... Maybe it does happen at times, but... I just don't... Yeah, I think, like, I've heard it a lot before. People say, like, the police is, like, one of the biggest gangs in the world. Like, they are literally a gang. They're just... They've got more... They've got... I'm not even saying it's the right thing, but they've got more backing from the government and that to do shit than other gangs have got. So not yeah, only they-
1: that, not only that, but those guys live and die for each other. They live and die for each other. There's when I got arrested, when I got arrested for terroristic threats, dude, I, I literally, I talked to the cop, uh, one of the cops about this, about the other guy. Like, what is this fucking dude's deal? Like, I mean, this guy is a piece of shit you know anyway you know i bring this up and this dude's like look you know right or wrong and he said this and this cop is dead now so it doesn't matter but this dude said to me look that's my partner right or wrong i ride with this guy no matter what so basically whatever he does i have to co-assign even if i don't agree with it so don't don't get—he actually said to me, "Don't get this guy, you know, any more mad than he already is, because I don't want to fucking basically have to clean up after him, dealing with whatever he does to you." But that's—that's that's how they do it, though, dude. They—they they back each other to the fucking death. There is no there. There is no uh, if you're corrupt, you're cor- there's no correcting behavior because then you're, you know, is what happened to the blue line. You know, if, if citizens stuck together the way the cops stuck together, I think it would be a different a different thing.
2: I was just thinking then, like, imagine how much stuff has gone on in all sorts of countries with cops and that, that there's footage of that they've just got rid of. Do you know what I mean? Because, like you said, they're, they're backing each other up and they're looking after each other. And they, even if they're in, especially when they're in the wrong, like, can you, can you imagine how many cases in that, that, police officers should probably be behind bars and they're not because they get rid of the fucking footage and
1: i mean dude i could tell you we got pulled over we got pulled over one time and nothing actually happened but one of the cops one of the cops that pulled us over said to jen like i could fucking i could rape you right here and right now and there's nobody that would nobody would believe you and nobody could stop me. I'm a fucking cop. I could do whatever I want. The guy didn't actually do it, but it's the it's the idea that he but said that shit. J- yeah,
2: the fact that he's even got the balls to say that sort of shit.
1: It, like you he really could like there's I really thought when he said that to her, I really thought like I'm either going to jail for life or I'm going to die tonight. Mm. Because if this guy if this guy fucking tries to do some shit, dude, it's it's over. I can't You know, let them shoot me dead. I can't fucking stand by and let that shit happen, badge or not. Luckily, that didn't happen, but it's a scary fucking idea, dude, dealing with these people, knowing that they will. When I got arrested for pot, again, I'm not a fucking, I'm I'm not a choir boy. You know, I'm not an angel or anything like that. But when they arrested me for weed, you know, it was through a controlled by whatever. The dude, the cop in the interrogation room was like, it's either you can, you can admit to this shit or basically I'll just put a cop on the stand and say that you sold, you sold to, he said I could put this guy in the stand and then this guy was like, yeah, I'll just say that you sold it to me. I was an undercover cop in plain clothes. Who's going to believe you over me? A cop or a drug dealer? Who do you think the jury's going to believe? And like dude in that moment like even if it is just a uh, interrogation tactic, I mean where he's not wrong yeah people will take the word of a police officer over anybody else all day every day dude and that's not I'm not saying that we should doubt them all the time, but we I don't think it's it's good to just automatically assume that they're always doing the right thing. <laughs>
2: The trouble is you know, the ice, how I see it is there's so many bad apples as, as police officers that you could be the best cop in the world but you're surrounded by idiots and, and bent coppers we call them bent coppers over here like just mm. twisted and and officers that Tricky, like, yeah. use people and that you could be the best one but because you're surrounded by all these, these evil ones like you can't do you know what I mean? You can't you're going to get tainted with that brush at, at some point because even if you're not involved in it, because people are just going to assume because you're from that same department as them lot.
1: That you're the That's same it. as them. Yeah. Uh, do, do you guys have that? I'm sure you probably do, like p- police brutality and all that shit. Because I don't, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but
2: I've seen several videos the last few months, especially because of this whole lockdown and that. There's been a load of marches and that. I've seen some videos of them doing stuff that there's like no, like they've got no defense, but they're getting away with it.
1: Yeah, that shit fucking, that shit really bothers me, dude. I don't like that at all. Because if they're blatantly saying that the, the laws don't apply to us and then we're all supposed to just accept that, that's not, no, that's not, that's not it at all. If, that, if they don't apply to you, then they don't apply to any of us. Fuck that shit. But, People don't want. Uh, people are too afraid to try to make change. They don't want to scared. And I understand you should be scared. I know I am. I think we all are. But that doesn't mean that we can let this shit just continue.
2: I was watching a video the other day about like people like questioning the police and that. And uh, this cop... There was a, there was two or three coppers I think for this one person. And uh, he was at yeah he was recording the coppers and that and he was saying. Yeah, but who you, the copper said to him something like, that's fine, sir. You can report us now. But who do you think they're going to believe, you or me? Mm-hmm. Like, he literally said that to this matey while the matey's recording him. They don't give yeah. a fuck.
1: Yeah, no, no. And the sad part is, like, say it with conviction, too. Like, but yeah, so what? You got a camera. Who, like? You can play all the footage you want. I got a badge, dude. Yeah. All the footage in the world ain't going to change the fact that they want to believe me. They don't want to believe you. When they look at you, they see a criminal dirtbag. When they look at me, they see a hero with no cape on. That's the, the difference. The trouble is,
2: I feel like we're now following suit in terms of how bad it's been over there, where you are. We're yeah. Now, that's now happening over here. I mean, there's not as like many guns and that with the police. They obviously have them over here, but they only usually use them for like, terrorist stuff and that. But like, I just feel like the abuse and that and them abusing their powers is it's like they're trying to catch up to the to what's going on over there with you lot
1: i mean dude these 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 fucking cops are out of their goddamn minds and it's not just i mean you only hear about the really bad shit but there are fucking there are real psychopaths that work the streets out of here dude i don't i really don't understand how some of these people are cops there's kids that i went to high school with There are police officers and i really don't understand how that is because these people are clearly fucking i have issues but these people are on a whole nother level above me and this guy walks around with a badge and a gun that's fucking crazy to me what what happened to the i guess there's just no bad anybody could just be a fucking cop i guess i don't
2: i just thought of another thing i saw as well some matey pulled a guy over and uh he was questioning him. He's like, yeah, but what law is that that you're trying to arrest me for? And he couldn't answer him. And he was like, I'm going to arrest you for something. And he said it like that. And the mate is recording him. And But do you know what I mean? He, he shot himself in the foot with that because he's probably got a personal problem with this guy for whatever reason. And he's like, yeah, but you, you're you not telling me what you're arresting me for. You've got no like act to arrest me on. And, and he didn't. But he, he said, "Ah, oh, I'm going to arrest you for something. Don't you worry.
1: <laughs> I what? that shit's dude. i had I had cops I had cops tell me that they sent these two these two cops, one was a detective and one was just a regular cop at the time. They approached me outside of my apartment and they were like, Hey, how much does a perk 10 go for? And I paused for a second and I was like, Why you and they were like, Ah, see, we almost had you. We almost had you. Almost. We know that you know. They're like, so. Fucking That
2: that, that sort of thing would be, that would make me want to say to them, go and fucking get a donut. What are you doing? Fuck off. Yeah. Well, they're (laughs) like,
1: dude, I'd like, dude, actually said to me, he goes, look, you'll slip up eventually and we'll get you. We'll get you. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. But he actually did say word for word, he goes, I want to tell you something. We, we don't want your kind here. Do you understand? This is a nice neighborhood. This is a rich neighborhood. We're trying to keep it that way. And when people drive by to go to the Anchor Inn or whatever it is, that, which is a bar slash restaurant in the city, uh, town rather. goes When they see somebody that looks like you sitting outside on a porch, that brings down the property value of this fucking town. We don't want you here. So either you leave or if you stay here long enough, eventually we'll find a reason to fucking put you away if that's how we have to get rid of you. They made no fucking, they did not, they were not shy about the way that they felt at all. And, you know, I tell people these stories and they're like, yeah, I don't, whatever, dude. I'm sure you're making it all up. Like I have better things to do then they'll make those stories about fucking uh, police officers or anybody else or anything else for that matter. But this is what we're we're dealing with. I mean, this is years ago too. With this is when we were living in the first apartment together. You know, I mean all this shit. I was so I got so bad after the arrests and then the terroristic threats and the, being followed by the cops. There was they were sitting outside of our apartment every single day. There was not a moment that they would follow us everywhere. They were outside the apartment twenty four hours a day, dude. We had a fucking tail on us. It got so bad that i I didn't, I I didn't leave the house for a while. I was on fucking uh, anxiety medicine. Like I I had a, like a fucking mental breakdown over it, dude. Because like I couldn't those people fuck you up and they there's nothing knowing that they could just make up some shit whenever they want which is what got me arrested in the first place for terroristic threats and i know we're supposed to be talking about the fucking movie but we brought up the this is how you know that the movie is good because when you bring up something about a a scene that happens in the film and then it brings you to some place in real life i think that just shows the power of the film and what it is that it's doing. I just got to go to the toilet
2: quick, so I will let you. uh I don't know. Take
0: over. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah. All right, but you know, the fuck. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I might as well, might as well finish what I was saying while while we're waiting for him to come back, which is that you know the terroristic threats thing was it was bullshit. It was a made up. It was a made up fucking story. There was a crackhead that lived underneath my uh, mom's apartment. At the time, we were trying to figure out what the fuck were we gonna do, where are we gonna live, and this asshole like to bang on the floor. I mean the ceiling a lot. Anytime anybody would make noise, but it's cool that she could beat her daughter and smoke crack all night and fist fight her fucking uh, boyfriend and do whatever else and make all the noise she wants, and everybody's got to deal with it. So. You know, I was not in the mood, dude. This lady starts banging on the fucking ceiling. I tell her to shut the fuck off. And then she runs upstairs and she's banging on the door, dude. Open this fucking door. Open this fucking door right now. Fucking kill you. I swear to God, I'll fucking kill you. She's saying all this, dude. And you don't have to believe a word that I fucking say. I don't give a fuck. This is the truth. You know, it's doing all this. And I'm like, bro, she's shaking the knob, trying to open the door, shaking it trying to open it, shaking it, and I'm like, dude, if you come through that door, I got every right in the world to defend myself and the people that are in this fucking place right now. Now, I want you to also know that my mom is in the other room, passed out, asleep. I'm in the living room because that's where the fuck I live. You know, somehow, everybody sleeps through this, which I think was bullshit. She probably was out the whole time, but it doesn't matter. Whatever it is. Anyway, she. after I say that, all of a sudden it goes quiet nothing a few minutes later not gonna do her two police officers what the fuck yeah lady downstairs called we got a warrant for your arrest they show me a fucking green piece of paper not even not even a warrant now that i think back on it but whatever they're like, dude, this lady, this lady said that you were waving a knife around in the hallway and said that you were going to stab her and her daughter and throw them down the stairs and kill them. Well, that's not true at all. That's not what happened. But it doesn't matter because they took her word over mine. One of the cops was fucking this lady. One of the cops was fucking this lady and, you know, this is not the I found out later this is not the first time that she did this. Uh, if you want to hear the check this shit out, dude. They they come in, they go, you know, they say the whole stabbing thing, whatever. The dirt dirtbag cop that was fucking her stays with me. The other cop goes downstairs to talk to her. They tell me I'm not going to jail. The whole thing is whatever. They they waited a few seconds. They're like, All right, well, you know what? Here, Kabir, they they asked me, Do you want to go to the pest unit, which is the mental hospital, or do you want to go to to fucking jail i was like oh fuck it i guess take me to jail dude you know so over a made-up story that never happened because this guy was fucking this lady uh you know five to seven years of my life almost now what wound up the reason why the reason why i said this is not the first time that she's done this is as luck would have it as luck would have it I called a couple of bail bondsmen and they can decide whether or not they want to actually give you a bond. They don't have to, they're not required. So they can deny you if they want to for whatever reason. So, you know, I went through a couple of them and I wound up calling this dude, and I I tell him the fucking story of what all is happening, and he says the lady's name. He goes, Are you talking about? are you talking about so is so she looks like she's blonde hair. She's six foot, these color eyes, this, this, this like, dude, that's the same. That's the same lady. He goes, she used to live. She used to live underneath me. And she did the same thing to me that she's doing to you right now, except because I'm a bail bondsman. I know cops and I know lawyers and all this shit. So she couldn't, Apparently that was just her thing. That's what she. Do- That's what she does. But it was- pisses me off because
2: when they're trying to put something on someone, like, and then you have got people like that that just like to call the police for anything. This is the time when they could be actually arresting fucking pedophiles and killers and shit, and they're wasting their time because either they want to put something on you, or you have got people like neighbors and that that just like to stir up shit. And it's wasting people's time everywhere. Like, everyone loses because you got all these sick bastards that are doing shit that could be getting caught. Because they're wasting their time doing all this other shit.
1: Yeah. And they, they don't... It's like they don't even... They don't even want to try. They don't even want to... They would rather... It seems like they would rather arrest somebody. Just for example, saying... If you're walking down the street smoking a joint, they would ra- It seems like they would rather arrest you then try to, I mean, maybe because it's more difficult to arrest a pedophile, I suppose. Well, you gotta... I
2: bet you that there are people that have got longer sentences in prison for weed than being a pedophile. I bet you.
1: Absolutely. I would, without even fact checking that, I would 100% agree. We don't even think we would need to look it up. I'm 100% sure that's... I know for
2: in the UK anyway, like, pedophiles on on the most part get the shortest sentences for most crimes. Really? There's pedophiles that are locked away for shorter times and people that are doing, like, petty crime and shit.
1: What do they... I don't understand. Like I think...
2: Well, I don't know. People would be conspiracy theorists, but because I think a lot of the fucking coppers are in on it and, and the people above them. I think it's just because everyone's fucking in on it.
1: Hmm. Well, wait, what do you mean, in on it how? Like, what do, what do they get out of it? Because, like,
2: I think coppers are doing shit and like people in parliament and that they can relate to other people that are doing it that they're arresting. So they're
1: uh, not- I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But, see, I kind that's
2: of that's how I see it because I, I definitely feel like people in our parliament and that are heavily involved in all that shit.
1: There's got to be some of them that are. I know that's a big thing with conspiracy theories, but people have to understand that shit came from somewhere. Nobody just, I don't think somebody woke up one morning and was like, oh, there's pedophiles in Congress or in the parliament. That that shit came from somewhere. At least one guy, one guy is doing some shit he ain't supposed to be doing. And then people take it and they get carried away with it, though. Being like, oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a pedophile, and all the government is in on it. You know, and it's a big thing in Hollywood, and which makes it seem, it makes the idea seem outrageous. When really, if you insulate yourself around enough people, you know, you don't. And these these people don't go to jail. I've heard stories of people get. Arrested? They don't go to prison. They they get a slap on the wrist. But if you if you sell drugs, if you sell drugs, you go away. But you can you can try to fuck a kid. And
2: here's, here's something I got to tell you. There's uh and then we need to get back into the film because we're yeah, yeah 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 um, yeah. <laughs> there's, two <things. laughs> there's two things. There's a nurse that um that quit her job, um or she might have got the sack. One of the two. And uh she was talking out against all the coronavirus shit and stuff mm. and saying stuff like the hospital she was working at wasn't filled to the rams with people and mm. like they were saying in the news and that. And uh, obviously she's not she's not doing that as a job anymore, but I saw the other day they put it online that they said nurse quits job or... Yeah, I think they said quits job and is now a conspiracy theorist. Like they're saying that as a job, like she chose to do that.
1: Here's what I think. To tell you the truth, I'm not saying the coronavirus is a hoax. I believe that it's real, but I think it would be stupid if we didn't realize that the media is 100% punching this up to make it worse than it is. I'm not saying that people haven't died. You know, people get sick, people die, it happens. But the fact that There's nothing on the news at all other than coronavirus. And you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't, I don't think it's as bad as, if it was as bad as they make it out to be, I think a lot more people, how is it? People have made this point. And again, I don't think it's a hoax. I believe that it's real. And it's the idea of it scares the shit out of me. But why is it that, you know, how come people can and nothing against George Floyd at all? Or, 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 uh, you know, well, yeah, nothing against George Floyd, but people went out and protested for George and the cases didn't go up. Or just recently when Biden won the election, apparently people flooded the streets of New York City because Biden won and cases don't go up. How is that possible? What do we? What are we doing here, really? And now they're saying that the vaccine could take until uh, next year. Like, I I don't know what the point of all of this is, but if there's one thing I've taken out of all of this is that the media needs to be adjusted, and we need to fix it because I don't think that we're getting actual news, and this is what could make this so dangerous is... I know some people believe that the coronavirus is a hoax for the government to control people. I mean, but the reality is, I think if they really, if they felt like it, they could wake up tomorrow and go, all right, we're we're controlling everything, and here's how it's going to go, and who could stop them? So I don't think that they really need, they don't need a disease to do it. But if we don't get this shit straightened out with the news, you know, This shit could get really bad because people are watching the news and they're going, I mean, I don't know a single person that has died from it. You know, and they're thinking these things and they're like, well, wait a minute. Maybe this whole thing is a fucking joke or it's all fake. And then, you know, that's how it gets spread and more people could get, you know, hurt or and or killed. So I under, unfortunately, I understand why people think this fucking thing is a hoax. Because the media doesn't fucking, you get nothing. They don't even, they, they they don't give it a fucking breath. They try to make everything seem worse than it fucking is. And you know, I've seen the pictures online where the, the camera guy has nothing on and the reporter is in a full fucking hazmat suit for some reason. Shit like that is exactly why people think this shit is fake and why more people are going to wind up, especially going into the winter. More people are going to get it. I mean, the numbers have exploded out here because of the Hasidic Jewish community. And that's not a racist thing. That's a fucking fact. You don't have to like it, but they do. Those people don't believe in masks, some of them, and they don't want to wear it. So the numbers in their communities are fucking going up. I mean, I don't know. (sighs) fucking sucks dude it really does i don't believe the media at all you know to quote to quote a vinnie paz line and then we'll jump back into this movie he says uh you believe it when the television reports the crime well i believe that that's irrelevant and falsified that's you know 100 percent. i don't care who you are i think everybody could use a healthier look at the media if we understand that really what they're doing is trying to make us all manic and crazy, you know, we really should, we really should make it a point to try to revamp this and do it properly so that we can actually get real numbers out there. And let's talk about this disease actually, and other things that are going on in real life, really. Instead of all of this coronavirus every two seconds and anybody that dies of anything is related to COVID. And now you wonder why people don't believe you and they don't want to wear their mask. And we're going to be in quarantine even longer. You know, it just, I don't, this is partially their fault because they don't, they don't want to do the right thing. I think people are already afraid. I don't think you need to make it worse. Then.
2: do you know what? People have got themselves to blame as well because all they do is watch the news.
1: I mean, dude, I'll tell you, I'm... I tapped out. Within the first two weeks of basically this whole thing happening, I would check in on the news maybe once a day, and now I only go on for the weather. I'll look and see what the trends and topics are going on locally in my state, and that's it. Weather, and that's it. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I noticed that it it makes me feel bad i get very anxious about it because it's all bad news i know the world is a terrible place to be but there's not one decent story not one everything is terrible the thing is
2: you're going to see stuff online on social media
1: anyway whether you click on
2: something or you're scrolling you're going to see some sort of news on there so yeah. you're going to see it there but then people are magnifying it even more because all they do is watch it on the tv as well so and then people wonder why they're anxious and like for me it's fucking it's common sense but there's millions of people that obviously ain't got it It just pisses me off because i feel like a lot of it is people have only got themselves to blame because they believe it all and they watch it all
1: but that's because they wanna nobody wants to i mean think about it dude nobody like wants to think totally they can't
2: for the simple fact i don't watch the news yes it still affects me if i have to go out and do something but just for the fact that i don't watch it makes me feel a whole lot better
1: yeah well that's i think there's definitely there's definitely truth to that because it affects you long after you watch it whether you realize it or not you and know, people can, are doing
2: it with their kids in the house as well, so now their kids are watching it and getting that same shit pumped into them.
1: That they don't. That they don't need. The kids are feel bad for because there's this fear mongering all day, every day. You're, you know, we're, you're going to create a generation of fucking hermits. These kids I are never going to gonna uh, leave.
2: To my partner, a few times that we are very concerned about just them growing up because they ain't got the childhood we had.
1: So I mean, Especially like now they can't even go outside and play like regular kids.
2: Yeah, like it's just just feel sorry for them. And it's not even their fault, but I'm just like like with everything how we've evolved in that, they should have more stuff to be enjoying as they grow up. And it's gone the opposite way because of all of this.
1: Fucking sucks, dude. I mean it's not that difficult to do. Just I know you don't wanna believe it, but The media lies. That's what they do, and I don't even think they do it for the same reason that anybody does it. It's all about well, if you know, we constantly talk about all this crazy shit. We'll keep you glued to the TV because you're so worried about everything. You won't change the channel. That's all it is. Tell me the truth. I can handle it. Tell me really what's going on. Look, if if they came on the news tomorrow. I don't know how upset you would be about this, but if they came on the news tomorrow and they said, okay, listen, coronavirus is a deal. It's the thing we need to be concerned about. The hospitals are not overpacked. You know, things are not as crazy as they were in the beginning, but that doesn't mean that you need that you can, you know, walk around like nothing's going on. I think a lot more people might actually listen if they were to just tell the truth, if, if that was the truth, the hospitals aren't being overrun anymore and it's not as bad as they make it seem to be. I think more people would take it serious then because then they would go like, all right, well, if it is something I need to worry about, then I'll, I'll do what I can to protect myself. But you know, I don't need to uh, be obsessed about it. You know, I think more people would be, maybe they
2: they would, it would work a bit better. I think, but, the whole problem with it is, is I think, is people have to spend years as kids being told what to do by their, their parents. And then they get a job and they've got a boss and they have to be told what to do at work. And now they're trying to do it to people in their everyday life, outside of work, even getting to work. And then they're coming home from work and they're getting stopped by the police or whatever. And now they're being told you can't do this and that. So you've had it for years as a kid. Then you get a job and you get told what to do. And now they're trying to take complete control over you and your life and telling you, you can't go out and do this and do that. It's not going to
1: work. Not at all. Not at all. Especially, you know what? I just heard this yesterday on Jim and Sam. Uh, They were talking about, I think his name is Gavin Newsom. He's the governor. I believe he's the governor of California. This fucking dirtbag! since the beginning of the coronavirus has been screaming and yelling about people need to quarantine and don't go don't go to any don't be around other people that you don't live with unless you absolutely have to and then this fucking cunt just gets caught going to a fucking restaurant with 12 people sitting around with other politicians eating it up having a good time and yet you're supposed to People are supposed to see you do that and then go, if these motherfuckers don't want to listen, why the fuck should we listen? And I mean, I know that's like some childish shit. If they want to be stupid and go out and, and sit in numbers or whatever, but they have access to care the rest of us don't have. So, you know, they can afford to do dumb shit. It's the same way Trump goes into the fucking hospital for a week and then all of a sudden he's out and everything is is great. They got they got a level of shit that the rest of us don't have. It's ridiculous. But let's get so. back
2: into this film. Yeah. <laughs> this turned into some like old school like show that we used to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know we gotta. I know we gotta do. I know we gotta do another one of those. I was actually gonna suggest maybe next week we could do we do I a regular really one. So
2: we we need to do the supermarket stuff. Yeah. And- I want to talk to you about snitching.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah.
2: Because I I think I did a discussion time on it. Um, and I mentioned it in one of my reactions recently. So I think we should talk about that because I want to see your, what your thoughts on it are. Because I feel like <laughs> we might butt heads a little bit. But I'd be interesting because I, I want to see what you how you look at it all. Because I... Feel like i've switched my position on it than how i used to think of it so it's wait what what's that snitching
1: okay so what are you where well, are you at on it
2: yeah but we need to save this so we can do it
1: ah oh, yeah <laughs> god damn it i'm curious i'm curious now ah
2: uh. we could we could do that and then like the supermarket stuff as well
1: yeah definitely like
2: it's only two topics but the way we go on we could easily do an hour easily
1: you're not fucking kidding dude (laughs) especially on the supermarket i mean snitching by itself please i could go on for days but the supermarket is just a whole nother level of you if there was ever a place where serial killers were created outside of a broken home, it would be the supermarket. It's in the
2: vegetable section.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! So I don't know where we're at in this damn thing, dude. I mean, this is great. I think next though.
2: week's episode, then maybe, unless we do it outside of this show and just do a separate one, because, um. Yeah, we'll talk about it anyway, but we might because i think yeah. we did a like chat in the breeze one, didn't we, not too long ago on here? But yeah, it's just whether we do it as the show next week or just a separate one on on your channel or whatever.
1: Yeah, or we can or we could just post it. We could just post it on this channel. See, I don't know. Do you want to keep this channel as just movie reviews or do we put other videos of you know talking about shit? on here as well
2: i don't really know
1: (laughs) right like i'm not sure what the move is
2: well i think we'll we'll talk about it off camera just yeah yeah but um do you know what i like about this film as well finally getting back into it after about an hour of just (laughs) is
0: uh
2: like i said earlier like pacino he's got like a coldness about him and like not as much anxiety but I do feel like, as the film goes on, like, he's still making decisions and that, but he's, he, I feel like he is on edge, the whole film, and I yeah. feel like the other guy is a bit on edge, that's Sal, but he, I still feel if it comes down to it, and they had to kill someone, I think Pacino hesitates, he might kill him, but that other guy, straight away, he's doing it, and then thinking afterwards.
1: Definitely. And I feel like,
2: I feel like Pacino is on edge, and I think we see that as well, like, what I found quite cool about the film is the fact that they don't kill anyone and that he's like, he's like, oh, I'm going to get them some food in. And then he's like, oh, who needs to go to the toilet? And like, I felt that that was quite funny. But cool. yeah, because when you see films like this now, they remake them. People are getting killed, shot. Oh, yeah.
1: Just for the blood and guts of it, too. For yeah, no there's like, reason. There's
2: no chance of you can go to the toilet. and that, That's not happening. So I, I thought that was quite cool to see because it like, you
1: don't really see that anymore. That one, and there's a there's a show on Netflix, uh, translates roughly in English to Castle of Paper, which is Never where
0: <laughs> these
1: a bunch of people come up with the idea to rob a... Well, one dude comes up with the idea to rob a bank and recruits criminals from different parts of the world to do it. And then they go into the Bank of Spain and they they fucking robbed this motherfucker but the whole thing is basically it's a similar deal except you know there is a lot more you could tell there's a lot more blood and guts to it it's almost like they feel it's like movies and tv shows forgot how to live on suspense that's Mm -hmm. one thing that this movie did really well is it it allowed A genuine build of suspense whereas shows don't do that anymore the whole time you're thinking is somebody gonna get shot in here is one of the snipers gonna try to take this dude out while he's running around outside screaming attica you know you don't know the entire time you have no idea what the fuck is going to happen and it's not today i can call it as it goes on it's ridiculous like they don't they don't let it be what it is they would they would be so afraid they wouldn't make dog day afternoon now it because of the fact that it's about a fucking guy who robs a bank to pay for a sex change god forbid it,
2: it would be called dog's day afternoon massacre like
1: yeah it would be something to ridiculous like
2: count in there to, to feel like they've done the film justice which is just a lie
1: yeah, and instead of the guy's partner doing it, it would be him. It the dude that needed the sex change would be the one that was going to hold the bank up all by himself, and then they would they would paint him out to be a fucking hero, and they would throw a parade for him at the end of the movie. While well, saying that
2: he identifies as an ostrich.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. What do you think of
2: the um the first negotiator guy in it, the fat the fatter guy?
1: I mean, honestly, I think he's a douche, kind of. I, the I truth. quite
2: liked him. See, this is this is what the show's all about. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, just a, a douche in the sense of the way that he handled it in the beginning. All right, we got you surrounded. So yeah. why don't you just come out? Like, all right, guy, the dude. Like, look, I understand that you're aggravated and you're like, this fucking dickhead is holding a bank up. Who the fuck does he think he is? I understand all that. The guy has a gun. You have nine hostages in the bank. Do you really think the best way to approach this is with an attitude? You have no the, idea. I, the, the,
2: why I liked him is not because of how he starts the film. That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, I like how after that initial bit, he when he keeps coming out of the bank and has to talk to him, like, and the cop is, like you said earlier, a trigger happy. Yeah, that negotiator knows if any of them shoot him, that guy inside's massacring them. Yeah. And they don't even have to say that, but that negotiator knows, even the snipers and that, he's like, I can't afford for this guy to, even for us to get him on the floor or anything and try and arrest him because there's another guy in there that's going to do fuck knows what. And it seems like the rest of his, the cops and the outside don't have that intelligence.
1: I mean, why didn't, I didn't really, I didn't look at it from that perspective. So, I mean, when you put it like that, that makes a lot more sense. Because I was just kind of going basically off of the the first instinct that I had when the guy hit the screen. But that that makes, that's a valid argument, I think. And there's
2: a scene in it where one of the, um the girl in the bank, one of, uh, it's her boyfriend. He attacks Pacino, he tackles him on the floor outside. Hmm. It gets loose from the crowd and like tackles him on the floor. And that would be the perfect opportunity for the cops to come and arrest Pacino at that point because he's on the floor. And they let him get up and he goes back in the bank. And I thought that wouldn't happen now. Even if there's another bloke inside,
1: they would have shot him.
2: Getting the bloke outside just to get one of them.
1: Yep. Just so they can say that they did.
2: And that's what I really liked about the film. Like, I thought it was quite subtle, but I felt like the whole, like, unit of cops and that just wanted to shoot him but the negotiator is like we got to play this the right way like otherwise all them lot in there are dead whereas all the people outside all the cops and that they just want to get Pacino and the negotiator is brilliant in that because he's he's got the intelligence to keep talking to him and give him what he wants to to lead him along to think that he's going to escape as well I think, like, he plays him and he falls for it. Because the more he's doing that and not arresting him or taking a piss when he comes outside, the more he thinks that he is going to get on that plane and get away as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hold on.
2: I love that line, though, when he's outside and we touched upon it earlier and he goes, kiss me when I'm being fucked. I like to be kissed. Yeah, that's a fuck. <laughs> it. All
1: right. I was looking because that that made me when you brought that up, it made me think about <clears throat> it made me think about this movie right here. Um, the Negotiator. I don't know if you've ever heard of this one.
2: I've not seen it. I'm going to have to watch it.
1: This one is uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Kevin Spacey. Here, let me go backwards. I'll pull up the cast. This is, I haven't seen this movie in a very long time, but when you just brought up how the negotiator, what he was doing and all that, maybe think about this film and, uh, all right, hold on, here we go. Samuel L. Jackson, Kevin Spacey, David Morse. I mean, uh, Paul Giamatti. This dude, where is he? Where is it? That guy. Oh, fuck. Who else do we know in here? I think Um, that's everybody.
2: Dean Norris. I believe he's in Breaking Bad.
1: John Hamm. I've seen him before where did he go the other guy you were just saying do yeah that's uh Hank yeah yep I didn't even remember I didn't even remember he was in this movie I've been yeah, saying she
2: quite a few of the faces I'm surprised I've never even heard of it or seen it
1: she's from men in black I don't know if you remember her from the first film
2: is she uh See the face a little bit but i can't remember exactly
1: that's the wife where she goes uh god damn it i can't think of that she's in the first men black movie though i do know that i kind of want to pull up a trailer for this i know we haven't pulled up a clip the whole time so maybe we can get away with it but just so you can see
2: It's not even 5 o'clock yet out here, and it's pitch black outside.
1: Damn, is it?
2: It's 5 to 5 here, and it is literally nighttime outside.
1: Fuck, dude. I mean, it's going on 12 p.m., and it's, it's not dark, dark, but there's definitely something coming. There's a storm coming for sure. You can see it.
2: I actually, is my favorite time of the year, but when it's like this, when it's just
1: dark and cold,
2: I've got to go up the shop as well. I'm not looking forward to that.
1: <laughs> ah, shit. Lieutenant
0: Danny Roman is the best hostage negotiator in Chicago. After six hours.
2: Huh? Did this not do well when it come out? Because I'm surprised I've never heard of it.
1: Uh, I'm not sure, to tell you the truth.
0: Disarming yes, I mean the hostage taker. In a perfect world, that
1: would be enough. That
0: no, search for you
1: but in this department, we you know me. You've been set up. An honest cop
0: is an easy target. Now, to clear his name, he's taking the police hostage. I'm not going to jail today. Negotiator. I don't want to talk to anyone else but Chris nah. Sidney. Now. <laughs> would consider. No. Never say no to a hostage taker. It's in the manual. <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. Academy <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. I know the rules of engagement, so don't. Academy Award winner, Stacy. <laughs> Relax.
1: That dude might be a scumbag, but he is a fucking fantastic actor. Right. He is good. I'm on my way up. I know you don't think I'm innocent, so don't tell me I want
0: to do everything I can You get out of here. You want something for me? I still have hostages. What was that? A threat? Did you just tell me? Jeez, I
1: hey, have a shot. We can end it right here. Unless
0: yeah. you my Why should to get in there right with <laughs> me. To deal with you ever
1: again. Full one. Holy shit, man. This trailer should've ended a minute ago. I what almost feel
2: like Spacey might have done just as good or maybe better in Samuel Jackson's role. And mm. that's without even seeing it. Just because he uh, like you said, he's, he's fucking good at what he does.
1: Yeah, that fucking guy. That fucking guy. Ugh. I don't know what it... Him in Seven, I think, is the best role that he's ever done.
2: That film is fucking... I feel like it's... I don't know. like It's a weird one. If you, if you know about it, a lot of people support it. But if you don't know about it, people... It goes under the radar a lot. That's like... It's like like a classic, like easily. But if that is definitely like what what, and then like yeah, I just feel a bit weird about it because I don't think it gets the credit it should.
1: No way, that one definitely is staple horror suspense film. I remember
2: the first time I ever saw it, I was like, some of the scenes, I was like, fucking don't, I'm never eating food watching this again, like.
1: But dude, I uh some of it so I mean I can't I can't do a lot of some of that shit is brutal, dude. The gluttony one. Uh how
2: how fucking believable that is near the end when he's telling him about his wife
1: and that. What's in the box? What's in the box, dude? That's why oh my god, Brad Pitt is the shit, dude. That motherfucker really is the fucking man. He really is the fucking man, dude. I I I can't believe it. I honestly, I really thought that guy would be a, I like, I, I told you, I listened to him on podcasts and shit. And he he seems like a fucking, like really cool guy. I think it's awesome that there is still people that are like that. But he's such a good fucking actor. It makes me happy that he's a decent person. He's not a, a piece of shit that I can I can feel good when I root for him in the movies. Make me feel good. I don't have to feel bad about it. You know. T
2: I A T. I just wanted to say, you said earlier about in this film um, that he's saying, you know, about the Wyoming stuff and they're planning where they're going to go and that. I, yeah, I felt them a bit uncomfortable them scenes because it's like they really believe that they're going to get away with it all and they're going to actually escape and and do you know what I mean? And I'm like, this is sad in a way because like it goes back to what you said earlier. Like he. Like he, he's just mentally not right because he thinks that he's gonna do all this and get away, and the police are gonna support him. And do you know what I mean? And fly him out of country. And and then he's 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 telling his Sal matey like we're asking him where he wants to go, and that like he's actually gonna make it happen, and that I yeah, we got comfortable because he's we like, got
1: hostages. We can go wherever we want.
2: Yeah, wherever like, we even want. Even up to just before Sal dies, like he's like, here's the plane, Sal. <laughs> it's, it's like their kids like yeah it's i felt it was a bit it was well done but it was just uncomfortable because it was just i'm watching it thinking this is just sad because they really think that they're going to get away
1: uh, i thought that for a minute though i did buy it i mean I, I knew there was no way they were getting out of there really
2: but also this ties into the last thing i wanted to ask you is that I think the ending could have been better. But it, it kind of contradicts what I just said. Because I feel like they should have... Even if the hostages don't go, they should have let them get on the plane and fuck off. Because I yeah. feel like it's too predictable at the end. Because you know Sal is going to die. And maybe Pacino, even though he doesn't. You know someone's going to die. And that they're not going to escape. I thought it was just too predictable at the end. But also... Shows the brutality, again, of the police at the end. Because that guy in the car, who is the same guy earlier on in the film, is like, don't worry about Sal, we're going to deal with him. Like, he in the car and that is like, make sure you keep your, your gun up in the air, Sal, because if we go over bumps, you might it might go off and that. And, I'm, and then he fucking shoots him because he ain't got time to react. And that's why he's telling me. I'm like, you fucking bitch. Because he's not even killed anyone for you to do that.
1: They wanted they wanted to put a bullet in him because they could. Like, oh, so you wanna you wanna waste our day holding up a bank? We're gonna fucking show you what's up. Another
2: question as well. Why do you think that they felt that way and said to Pacino, Oh, don't worry about it, Sal, we're gonna deal with him. Why do you think they wanted to get to him and not Pacino? Because through the film, they've got no dialogue with Sal for them to have an issue with him like obviously they're gonna have an issue because he's part of the the robbery but they're not communicating with him at any point unless they've got something that's happened like previous but they never even bring that up
1: no that's a good point i mean i was thinking maybe maybe because they thought that he was the one that wanted the sex change but then leon was the one that wanted it right not sal so that doesn't unless it was the fact that you know but then again if it was because they thought he was gay wouldn't they have shot pacino too
2: yeah i just i didn't really get it like
1: unless they shot him because unless they shot him because they were like well we want this guy to suffer now so we you know he's lost his family right we'll shoot we're shooting his friend and then we're going to haul him away. We've taken away everything from him and we've humiliated him yeah. the best that we can. I mean, maybe that's why they did it. But I do feel like they, I would have liked to have known a little more about Sal. Yeah. Because uh, who is he? What made him want to go in the bank? How it's, long has it's he known Sonny such a weird for?
2: character. Because I feel like I said to you, I feel like it was like watching a kid sometimes but he's a savage at the same time like yeah there's that like innocence of like he doesn't know certain things but then at the same time don't fuck with him
1: yeah no you can't because he's a but well, that's i want to know why why is he like that was he does yeah, he have a like, background yeah, the in industry, does it? Like, the military you know is he is he a fucking is he just a, a sociopath like what's his what's his deal how did he? How did he become? And I know, I guess because, but not both of them were big names, I suppose at the time. So I guess that's not it. So I don't know, dude. Maybe they just they wanted to keep it, you know, as close to the main guy as possible, since that's basically what the story was about. Yeah. I don't. know. I think that sucks though. They should have definitely went into that more, and I would have liked to. Um, would have liked to have seen a little bit of what the tellers had to say you know the real ones at the end of the movie if they would have did some of that shit just like i'm curious now were the were the people that were in the bank were they really were they did they really side with them because of everything that was going on because they got to see it i mean even though they went in there to rob the bank and do something wrong the, the tellers in the bank got to see the way that you know, Pacino and the other dude got treated by the cops like they got to see firsthand how the system could be crooked. So I wonder today I mean it, it is I guess some people would be like consider me a nut for saying that. like so what they're doing whatever they have to do to arrest a couple people that broke the law. Yeah, but that's not that's not how it's supposed to work. That's not how it's supposed to work at all. You got rules and regulations; just you're supposed to follow. Like what the fuck, you know? And I'm a goddamn criminal. Why is it that I follow the rules? Where do you do? What yeah. the fuck is going on here? It's ridiculous. So I've, I mean, I've,
2: I've gone through all my notes now. So, wait,
1: well, I was just about to say, what would you what would you rate this one?
2: Um, I've give it. I was when I first watched. It, I wasn't fully sure but i'll give it a seven and a half i was Mm. gonna give it an eight originally but and then because of the few things like the little plot hole bits and and the ending more than anything i thought just didn't like the ending that much
1: like fucking heartbreaker though dude it really is because i'm I'm, as stupid as it is the whole time i'm like oh they might actually get on the plane i know they're not gonna get out of it I mean, in a way, I would almost rather, you know, the plane crashed or, you know, something happened where it was some kind of a, even if they shot it down after, I don't know, man, it just, it sucks. Like, I wanted them to, I wanted them to get out of it. I wanted them to get away with it. because Uh,
2: it, It sits with me wrong as well that they killed Sal, like, the way they did it as well, because it's, like, cowardly.
1: Yeah, like, it's such a bitch Make sure move. You've got your,
2: your gun in the air because if we go over a bump, it might go off. And they do that, knowing that when he pulls the gun on him, he ain't got time to react to to get him. And I just thought, what a bitch
1: move. Yeah, that really is. That really is. That uh, I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. I mean, I would give honestly, I would give this, I would give this one an eight as well, around there because
2: that's what when I when I first was thinking about it it was like at least a seven at least i was like but seven and a half to eight i was gonna give it an eight originally but then i was thinking about certain bits i was like it probably would have been if if i didn't have a few issues with it that we've spoke about
1: yeah because they they left a little bit on the table with the stories of the characters i know that it's a the problem is that the movie can only be so long but a little bit of background with leon would have been nice the background with the other guy in the bank and Sonny. you know how all these people have come together Who was the dude that ran out was he supposed to be just the driver and why would you think what what made them choose him of all yeah. the people to go in on the job with was it because he was the he was the only one they could really trust did they all do time together at some point like how did they so you know that's the the one thing that kind of sucks, but I do like, I like the fact that they had the balls to talk about transitioning in 74, whatever it was, and not in a comedic way where they, they actually kind of tried tackling it seriously. I, is- I felt
2: like it did add something like bringing that in. Cause it shows like a vulnerability to Pacino. Cause like there's that stigma of our, he's gay or, do you know what I mean? And then his partner's trans, like, transgender, which I think it works, but I don't personally enjoy watching that sort of stuff.
1: Well, yeah, no, it's, dep- it's depressing because you're like, damn, you know, I mean, I feel bad for, I feel bad for those people that they don't, they I don't think that's feel-
2: partly why I didn't give it a higher rating as well, just because, I mean, it might just be, like, people be like, well, that says a lot about you, but, do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't like certain things, you don't like it, and I can't pretend and sit, like, like, I've never been into any of that sort of stuff, so that, I think that took away from it as well.
1: I I feel bad that that people feel that, you know, they're not, not comfortable in their own skin and all that shit, and then to, to have to do all of that, and then run the rip but then again you can't change the whole they've gone overboard they've gone yeah. fucking overboard but you know for them to bring this up back then I think it's important because it it shows whether whether society wants to comment on some shit or not it's happening still so if trans people make you uncomfortable That doesn't mean that they don't exist, or gay people, or whatever it is, whoever it is. I—I mean, there's that. The—I don't know. I guess that. I suppose that's it. I mean, I don't know, dude. I I think we got it. I think we got like the leaving parts of the story on the table. The. Having the balls to make commentary about shit that really wasn't being talked about at that time. So I, mean, well, I
2: feel like this is one of the few films we've watched that the dialogue doesn't have to be exceptional for the film to still be good.
1: Right. Well, yeah, because that's the other thing, too, is the writing didn't necessarily blow me away. No, but it wasn't terrible either. Like it was the like feeling
2: you get from the film, like the rawness, and like yeah. even like the levels of like just like when they're shouting and stuff. It's like, damn, like like it's so raw.
1: Yeah, like you feel you feel the intensity yeah. more so than because what you're. It seems like what the movie was going for was the feeling rather than because you know I've I've, I've heard people say this where you can watch certain shows or certain movies and you can just tell that the writer is just writing shit a certain way because he wants to come off fancy or whatever. And you know, that shit does that affects your bottom line because when all you're worried about is the way that you're writing these fucking words, you're going to bring the mechanics of that onto the screen, whether you realize it or not. And people are going to notice this one was like, we got a basic script. I want to concentrate more on the action, and I want people to feel like they're here in the moment. Another example that I think is Goodfellas, where the writing doesn't necessarily blow you away as far as the interactions between characters go, but the story is so fucking strong that it, it, it brings you in through it. I think that's a big thing that movies are missing now, unfortunately. And I don't think it's because... I don't want to say it's because they're, people are lazy. I think most people have no faith in us, the audience, that we can't handle anything that is not made for, you know, quick consumption or binge watching, whatever it is. Like, I, I, I would like movies to be back in style where people actually try to Makes make a decent movie that doesn't involve uh, a mental hospital and a handheld fucking camera for there to be an attempt at some original fucking work. Like, you know, there's, there's plenty of stories in the world that uh, can be told, and I think that the mu- movie industry as a whole is missing out on a big part of that.
2: Yeah. I feel like just simple things in this film, like the lighting, when, like, just, like, sweating like, and now I was saying, like, when they're shouting and screaming, and he's on the phone to his, his missus at one point, and he just loses his shit with her and stuff, like, like you said, it's not even that great a writing, but it, like, takes you into the scene, you feel like you're in there, and it's awkward, and you're next to him, and.
1: But it's because the writing, it, it came off, like, regular conversations, not like a movie, because there's so, I don't know what it is, dude, I guess it just, there's I don't a know bit how in I... the
2: film where he, like, breaks down and has, like, a little cry and that, and you're, like, he... It's like, he, for a bit, he realizes that he's not getting out of this, even though later on yeah. he thinks that they're getting on the plane and that. I feel like there's parts in the film where he has he's breaking down and he's like, I know I'm fucked.
1: Yeah, where he knows in the back of his mind that it's over, but he can't... He's gotta just yeah. continue to go through with it. Otherwise... How good is
2: that? Like, it just shows how good they are at, like, how they did the film because he's not made that in the dialogue that he's fucked, but you know it from him like breaking down and the facial expressions and
1: yeah, it's fucking that's a that's a great part that's a great part of this movie dude and I unfortunately I think that's lost not completely it'll come back around I think once hopefully this quarantine has given people some time to really try to come up with some decent shit. I mean, we're all sitting around doing pretty much nothing anyway for the most part. So hopefully, when everything goes back to normal, get some decent fucking movies out of all of this. That would be great. I know I'm, I'm you know, pipe dreaming, but... Do you know, I think
2: uh, out of the films we've done, this is definitely in the top two for me.
1: Definitely, definitely, I'd agree with that. I'm trying to think.
0: I mean, I mean, I don't
2: give it a massive high rating, but that's just because I'm a bit tight with that sort of stuff. It takes quite a lot to, for me to give things like a nine, let alone a ten. So, like, I'll give it a seven and a half, but that's just because I sort of think back on certain bits in it that I'm like, that could have upped it a bit. But just enjoyment out of the film, easily top two for me.
1: Definitely, I would say that. I would say that too. I mean, because I know we've done, we've done good movies. Not that they're not that they're bad movies, but this one just it brings something to the table that the other ones haven't brought. Yeah, and nothing against those films, but Probably I mean, with a
2: lot less budget than the majority of them as well, which proves that you don't fucking the money's not going to make a great film.
1: No, it's about the actors and the writing. Cause the actors, you can have the greatest stand-up guys is the perfect example. You can have some of the best actors in the world, but if your fucking script sucks, the movie's not gonna hold water. Have it you just- heard
2: of um Letterboxed? It's like a, a movie website where you can like make lists of like your favorite films and just uh, things you don't like, and it's like a like a film library basically. But you like can make lists of your films and stuff.
1: Oh shit, no, I didn't know that. But
2: I'll send you a link for it because I've got a accounting on there. But I've got a list I made called Letdowns and I put Stand Up Guys and Sunset in there recently.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I love Sunset Limited, but I understand why. I understand why you would you would think that. But then again, that movie is also a good example of when the writing when the writing is good in the sense that you, or at least I, I feel both of those characters are genuine people in the moment that they're in. That they generally, they genuinely feel what they are saying, even though it's yeah. a movie and it's not. You know, I real. think the
2: ma- the, ma- the massive thing with that for the sunset one for me that I just couldn't get with it was the whole religious thing that just put me off big time.
1: Yeah, of course I get that, but. You know that's definitely, man, it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, what? So what do we do? I so I've we- got
2: a film that I was going to suggest, but I don't know if you're going to be able to get a link for it because it's a pretty new film. I had to get my mate to like send me it. Um, but The Gentleman is called Uh Guy Ritchie film. The Gentleman. I think it it's either this year or last year it was made so you m- probably ain't going to be able to get a link for it, but I thought I'd mention it.
1: Uh, maybe. Hold on, um, it shows it's not, that it's on Hulu.
2: I don't know if you wanna, if we want to think about doing another... Because are we going to do two films next week in terms of different days? Are we going to do, like, the, the supermarket and the snitching thing, and then are we going to do a film as well, or are we just going to do one for next week of whatever it is?
1: Uh, speaking of fucking look at this shit i just clicked on hulu because it said that that movie was on there and look at what comes on (sighs) huge huge part investigative documentary part real life gangster movie this film unpacks the life of a polarizing rap sensation and internet troll tekashi 69 aka 69 while chronicling his rise Can I, just say, I, don't,
2: I don't actually know how that guy is still alive
1: me neither me neither i'm gonna look this up while we're here
2: So, what are you thinking for next week? Two shows? Uh, it's,
1: fucking, it's on Showtime, cocksucker. I don't have that.
2: See, I would send it to you in an email, but I tried to send you something recently it you said you couldn't open it, so...
1: Yeah. So that's not going to fucking... So wait, what did you want to do now? I'm sorry, I got sidetracked with that fucking dickhead. I'm not watching a stupid fucking movie. Fuck you and your life, bro. You snitching piece of shit. And your big six nines in your fucking face. I can't stand you. What, you going to rat me out now, motherfucker? Um, you,
2: so. so I was saying, are we going to do two shows next week or just one? Because we need to do the supermarket and the snitching shit. Mm. But... We also need to do a a movie thing as well. So, we're going to do two next week, or just do one show, whichever one we pick, and then just do the
1: one. Mm. We could do two. We could do two. Because, I mean, I guess it depends, right? On how you feel. Wait, what movie are we doing? Do you want it to do The Gentleman?
2: Well, I was going to do that, but if you can't get a link, we'll just have to try and think of something Um, i ain't really got anything off the top of my head
1: all right i'll take
2: it try and find if you can i don't think you're going to be able to get it because but try and have another look for rumble in the bronx because i've got that waiting
1: yeah i know i wanted to fucking watch that so goddamn bad dude
2: obviously if you can't find it then we ain't really got a choice but if you can you might find it
1: so I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere. The shitty part is that it was, you know, it was around for a while. Maybe I can, maybe I can find it somewhere. If wait, what? That,
2: have you got anything that you had in your head that
1: or not? Cops authorities bust Rumble in the Bronx fight club with over two hundred people. I thought they were saying that they were rebooting the film for a moment. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, don't do that. Leave it alone. Um uh I mean as well Waco is uh Waco is an episode show, so that would take way too fucking long to do. Uh there was one thing I wanted to I can't every time I think I I wanted to bring this up and every fucking time I forget. There was something I wanted to ask you if you have seen, because I I seen something. I can't fucking remember what it was. It might I have got, been a show or a movie.
2: I got one sent to me from my mate that s- suggested me it, and I believe it's a horror. I can't say off the top of my head, but uh, the Green Room is called, and I'm not sure how new it is. So you might wait a know-
1: minute. I think I know. I think I know that one. I think I know that one. But
2: well, have you seen it or you just heard about it?
1: I'm checking right now.
2: Cause he's he's mentioned it a few times to me.
1: Yeah, um, no, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This one. Oh, this one's fucking this one's fucking oh, it's rough, dude. <laughs> oh, it's rough, dude. I mean, honestly, this is a good one. This is a good one. It's 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 graphic. I will say that. You do this one then. I mean, I'm I'm it, I'm just I would, thinking
2: it might be easier for you to get a link for that as well.
1: Well, yeah, because I can I'm pretty sure this is this is on it's on so Hulu how long or Netflix. Did you watch it?
2: Like, is it is it going to be too soon for you to watch it and like be like, oh, I, only, I only watched this recently?
1: Not long ago, a few months back, I think I've seen it, but I don't
2: want to do it if you have to re watch something that you're not feeling at the time because you haven't watched it that long ago because i was like that to you about something not long ago i was like i can't be bothered to watch it because i remember it not watching it too long ago like i'd rather watch something new
1: well i mean it doesn't it doesn't bother me it's just the fact that because
2: i haven't seen it so i thought i'd mention it but i didn't realize that you'd already watched it
1: yeah but i mean this one this one is good though dude i don't know where you're gonna land on this but
2: I don't mind doing it, it's just whether you want to do it as well, like, because you've seen it.
1: Yeah, I'd do it.
2: But we we still got to figure out if we're doing just one show next week as well. But we could do that at a later date, I'm just, we need to figure that out.
1: Well, I was going to say, it depends on, let's see, what do we got going on? next week would be the 24th, and when is the, when is the holiday?
2: You yeah, were asking the wrong person. I've got fucking no idea. Yeah,
1: but me... I've
2: also been thinking, like, we need to do something for Christmas as well. I know it's a little while away yet, yeah, but
1: okay. So Thanksgiving is on the twenty sixth. So That would be next Thursday. That's when the holiday is on. So if we do, we do the first show. If we do our regular Tuesday, that would be the twenty fourth. So we could do that before the holiday, and then we could always do the second one either the day before or the day after the holiday, yeah, and then it's just a matter of um which one well you know we could obviously have the regular conversation first, maybe we switch the days we could do the movie we can release the movie one. I guess on the so what do we do first though? Do you watch the movie and do we review that and then do the conversation or do do the regular one give you time to watch the movie, Uh, have the holiday? I
2: don't know. I didn't think. (laughs) Yeah, a tough (laughs) one because I don't want you to have
1: to. I don't want you to have to rush through this one. And I think this film, I think this film might. You might have to take a breather in between watching it i don't know where you're at though with gore and shit I'm not, like it's
2: that. not I, i'm i'm okay with it really but i mean yeah. i'm not not the massive it's like the biggest fan of it but it's never been like oh i can't get through it
1: right cuz i'm not there is there were certain parts in this film dude that fucking disgusted me like i literally i had to turn my head away and walk out of the room for a little while that's how that's how bad it was but i mean that's how you know they 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 were not shy about making the violence look real which i really appreciate because too many times these movies make the violence look cartoonish and I think that's yeah. what gives some people the idea that, oh, well, you know, you could just do whatever you want. This made it a point to go, no, this shit is, it looks very real. And this, the scariest part about this film, without spoiling it for you, is because it could really happen. It could really happen in real life. That's the scariest fucking part about it especially when oh there's so you know what dude this movie is good enough this movie is definitely good enough to watch it again because oh fuck, dude i'm just thinking like
2: how- one of them trailers you're like oh i can't watch the trailer it's too long it's gonna expose too much <laughs>
1: yeah but you know what have you seen the trailer no okay let's, let's pull it up because i don't remember somebody recommended this to me
2: Check the length of it, though, before you watch it. Because if it's like that fucking negotiator, it told half the story.
1: Yeah, I hate that. Uh, Yeah, 226. Here we go, a minute and four. This is the shorter one. This is the shorter trailer. So hopefully it won't have as much in it.
0: Gentlemen, I hope you appreciate the situation. Things have gone south, no doubt. Now, whatever you saw or did is no longer my concern. But Let's be clear. It won't end well.
1: You're coming. This fucking trailer is terrible. If I would have watched the trailer first, I would have never watched this film. <laughs>
2: I uh, know I'm, I'm intrigued, though. Like, you, the way you was talking about it sounds like it's not going to be a waste of time, so.
1: I mean, dude, it. Ah, I broke my f- fucking thumbnail yesterday. Hey, I mean, hold on, you can. Oh, let me show you how bad this is. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I kind of know, yeah. That, that whole thing, all that right there is cracked. Uh, so Every time I catch it on something, I'm trying not to fucking rip it because I want it to grow back a little bit so I can cut it because it's really deep. But this... um, Fuck. This film, there's definitely parts of it that you're going to go like, all right, that's corny, but the the action action in the film is and the fact that it's kind of realistic is uh is is pretty serious but it's a good one it's a good one a lot of hateable characters Because basically this the the let me pull up the thing one more time just to give you give the people an idea of where are we where are we going with this Alright, so the, the explanation to the film is a punk rock band becomes trapped in a secluded venue after finding a scene of violence. For what they saw, the band themselves becomes a target of violence from the gang of white power skinheads who want to eliminate all evidence of the crime. That's a terrible fucking description. Basically, the movie is they witness somebody getting they they walk in on somebody getting murdered in this club and now they're trapped there and that's what the movie is about which is fucked completely Fuck, dude if you if you walk into ugh, jesus fuck dude completely so this one this one is it's it's definitely oh man so we got to you know what i was saying I would say we probably should do, since we already know what we want to talk about with the snitches in the supermarket, do that one first, give you a chance to digest the movie, get through the holiday, and then, you know, we could always do that, because we could do...
2: So, we are going to do the the snitch in the supermarket one next Tuesday?
1: Yeah. I would say we do that, and that would give you a chance to, because then you would have... Well, next Tuesday... Yeah, next Tuesday to the 24th. I think the 26th was the holiday. Let me pull it up one more time. To make sure I have it right. (coughs) Yeah, so the 26th is the holiday. So that means we come in on Tuesday. We do that one on the 24th. That gives you the 25th and the 26th to watch it. And then we can come back on friday or uh saturday okay whichever one you want to do because i'm not sure i think i'm pretty sure we're gonna be out on thanksgiving i don't know yet though
2: what's that another family visit to oh,
1: to yeah. you love yeah oh, <laughs> i don't want to go dude oh, well,
2: I- well, like i know it could cause a headache but can't you just say to her i'm not going
1: I mean, I'm, I'm, I might, I might, just because, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm worried about. Because I, it,
2: uh, I know it's not nice, but that at least gives her the option of still going if she wants to go. It just means that you're not going. It's not like saying I'm not going, you can't go.
1: Yeah, the only the one thing that fucking sucks is, dude. That I mean, that's fucking food. Unfortunately, that might be There's the only reason.
2: there that you can like do.
1: Like, on your own. Yeah, we do, but, you know, going there and eating will save our food to last longer. So I might have to be fucking stuck going, but I really don't want to. And it's not that I have anything against them personally. It's just with everything going on, I don't want to wind up catching this shit and dying because, you know, they don't want to. Because these are the type of people that will have it and not say anything. Until everybody gets there and be like, oh, by the way, I, I have like, oh, well, great. You know, or they wait a week and then they tell you, but eh, whatever we're what going to do. So, yeah, I guess we'll do that. We can always we can always hammer it in if you decide to switch it around. You know, whatever you want to do. Cool. we we'll figure it out. So, Dog Day Afternoon, I recommend it. I think that could be another thing that we add to the end of the show, whether or not. We would recommend yeah, yeah. You to see this. I say it's definitely worth your time. If you wanna get an idea of if how- you're gonna
2: pick out a bunch that we've done so far, imagine these are all like in the old days, you go to blockbusters and there's a bucket of DVDs. Yeah. And there's how many have we done? About eight films or something now?
1: I'm pretty sure.
2: So if you're gonna pick two and you can't go back for another week, Make sure this is one of the ones you pick.
1: Definitely, I would say I would say so too. Especially because this one, this one is actually a fucking a, a story, a real one at that. So you can you can really allow yourself to get wrapped and up uh, into. Like,
2: it. If you're a Pacino fan as well, on my little plug that I did on my channel the other day. You get a young Pacino. This is the youngest I've ever seen him. I've not seen him in a lot of films, but this is easily the youngest I've seen him in it. So it's kind of cool in that aspect as well because he, he goes on to have a f- fucking great career. So
1: the, I think they said the Godfather was first, right? And See, I've then, seen that,
2: but I wasn't sure if it was before or after. But yeah,
1: because I think that I think the Godfather might have been Pacino's first role.
2: But it's weird because I feel like he looks a bit younger in this one
1: yeah oh maybe they they could have they could have recorded it before i'm gonna have to look into that and see but just could be the
2: way they shot it because i think the godfather is a little bit more like even though there's violence now it's it's a little bit more polished in terms of the makeup and that
1: that's true too that's true too i didn't consider that but yeah yeah so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do the green room is going to be next week at some point uh, that one, if if Gore disturbs you, I definitely would sit out that film. And there's a bunch of other shit that I could bring up as well. But I'm not going to just because I don't want... I want everything to be going to you for the first time once you once you see it. So, you know, but... All right, so we got two shows if you... If you got nothing going on, if you got nothing going on, if you're at home for the holiday this year, you know, go back, watch some of the older episodes and maybe I'll try to put, uh, maybe I'll put a highlight reel or something together for the fucking holiday itself. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But there you go, guys. Well, have, Next week we'll be back. We're going to do a regular stream where we just talk and, and bring it back old school. And then uh, we'll do the green room as well. Can so, we not
2: have any um, cupcakes next week, though, when we do that show? Because you're not gonna like it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just a pre-warning for everyone. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough one. It's gonna be offensive, but you know what? Somebody's got to do the goddamn dirty work. Why not be us. But with all that out of the way. We'll end this shit here, and we will be back next week. So stay tuned for that, and I guess that's it. Unless yeah, that's you got a, anything a, else that a, you want to yeah, add.
2: Just, yeah, make sure that if you haven't seen this film that we've talked about today, definitely watch it because you might be put off thinking oh, ice from the 70s and that, but y- you got to get past that because I think if you watch it, you'll be glad you did.
1: Yeah, it's definitely better than a lot of movies that have come out recently. That's for damn sure. Like, this one actually tries, which is a lot more than I could say for a lot of other films that, you know, have come out lately. But, all right, I don't want to eat up all our time. So, we're going to get out of here. I got it that reminds me, though. I do got to check and see how much time we got. Okay. And I also want to see if it makes a difference that I opened up a new stream on this one. Instead of using the old one. I don't know if that if that matters, but that's all you know, channel bullshit. Nobody cares about. Okay, so look. Next week the green room shopping and snitches, dude. It's gonna be a rough week. Nobody <laughs> <safe>. <laughs> Buy your helmets now and get ready because it's We gotta going get deep. it in
2: before the Christmas because we can't have the Christmas stuff coming around and we're just fucking like doing all the doom and gloom at christmas (laughs) like Uh, we gotta get it in before christmas
1: christmas one that's gonna be interesting well i'll talk to you i'll talk to you about that because i just i just had a let me write it down before i forget hold on because i just got an idea for a movie for christmas i think i know what it
2: is and if it's what i think it is i'm gonna have to have words
1: (laughs) what do you think it is
2: die hard
1: ah no just because Although I love people that, say
2: that as a Christmas film, and I've never really watched it that much. And like, I didn't even realize it was a Christmas film because it's been so long since I've seen it, but people are like, oh, it's filmed at Christmas. So I
1: watch it every year, dude. I love that movie, it's one of my favorite ever. Just at that one, in the moment, Samuel L. Jackson in it. Have you seen that one, Die Hard Three? I think it is. I think
2: I have, but I think I've only seen all of the ones I've seen like once. So
1: I can't, oh, remember. fuck, dude. That's a that's a serious one. There's one the the beginning, the beginning of that fucking movie is dicked. 100 We're like, oh my god. That's oh, that's a good one too. But save it. Uh, save it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. We'll see you motherfuckers next week. UK and J Project. Uh we do these live as we're doing now. Uh if this video does not exist later on youtube copyright strikes everything gets uploaded but but the audio is also available i should have put this in the beginning but the audio is available on anchor.fm and you can check the other podcast platforms there's a chance that it could be released i know it's i know it's on spotify as well so if you don't see it on youtube that doesn't mean that it's not out there it just might only be the audio exists so keep an eyeball out for that instagram is uk project and you know, that's it. BCHQ, myself, Jacko and Trade, laughing at birds. And, you know, we will catch you guys next week.
2: See you next week.
1: All right, Let dude. That. Look forward to it.